What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Nobody's going to hit as hard as life, but it ain't how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit and keep on moving forward. It's how much you can take and keep on moving forward. That's how winning is done. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans. Always so much louder <laughs> than when I do. Sometimes I'm sorry, I audience. I do it on purpose. Just I even, I even put off. her down lower than I usually do. It was still... Ah, I just like to give a big welcome to my to my people. I love you. should you. put that in the warning, too. Hi, and now your host's going to be screaming in the microphone. Ooh, They're Weller. listening for it. They want it. They want my noise. Hey. What's welcome, up, fellow humans. To an episode of What's Your Position? Uh, I'm gonna say that was that from Creed? Pretty close. Fuck! I'll give you a second chance. Okay, 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 okay. Is it Rocky? Yes, the yeah! OG. From his uh, his Nick Nicky Nicky his boxing coach. His boxing coach, yeah. right? I was, trying, I was gonna try to do that voice. You I didn't want to, me to do that voice and trying to read the line. Like, <laughs> it's kind of long. I was like, I'm not gonna try to do it. <laughs> it's true though. It's it's not about how many times you get knocked down. It's about how many times you get back up, and you keep going. Right? That's it. I think that's, this, be that's, good just, for the, that's, that's actually the perfect. Sorry. Go ahead. It's a perfect theme for this episode. Actually, I was gonna say New Year. No. Oh. Positive, inspirational. There you go. I like that too. A New Year, positive and inspirational. And I'm gonna right off the bat just say. That this episode has massive amounts of trigger warnings. Trigger warning times a thousand, seventy-five. So, trigger warning. Now, hear me. This episode's about sexual assault. So, if you need to turn the radio off, turn it off. If you didn't read the description and you have no idea what this episode's about, then I just told you sexual assault. So, but also about resilience and getting back up and becoming a better version of yourself. That's right, Ashley. It is. That's good, Mickey. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. That's that's all right. All right. Yeah. I'll stop. Adrian. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh. Well, <laughs> welcome to a new year. Um. I hope everybody had a great new year. I don't do resolutions. I don't do those. Do you do resolutions? No. Not really. I mean. We have a guest, I, by I, the way. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. I'll Hi. introduce you in a second. Okay. But do you do resolutions? I mean, I try and then I fail, so, so I stop doing it. So resolutions are bullshit. <laughs> yeah, a little basically. Bit. Yeah. Right. I think it works for some people if they really want to, and they. I think can that stick you can make it. a June resolution and have the same effect as I, if you made a January resolution. I can agree with that. I've yeah. decided to manifest things. There you go. I'm honing my witchy powers, and I'm manifesting things in my future. I'm going to say it out loud. Are you ready? I am manifesting that by the, that end, by of the end of the year, of the year I, I will do, will do more, more with sex, sex education, education than, I do than I do at this, at job. this job. So, so whether it be whether podcast or teaching, I'm going to be more involved in that aspect of my career than this aspect of my career by the end of the year. That's my goal. That sounds very nice. And it's it gives back to the universe too. It's not just about me. Um, I have a guest today who is I can't 
verbalize the uh, amount of honor that I feel because, oh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm going to anyways. I don't even care. <laughs> um, because she was one of my first students. She was in my first class ever. So she got to see me teach in my very first class ever. It's really a vulnerable position to be in, to be a professor and to teach for the very first time and to have, I had an epiphany like three weeks in um, and somebody asked a question and I was like, oh, fuck, everything I say, they're actually writing down. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit. They're listening to what I say. I actually am like, you should probably double check your stats. <laughs> you should probably make sure that your research is on point because these people are writing. <laughs> they're taking notes. Um, no one's ever taken notes for me before. So it was really intense. And um, I hope I didn't. Uh, let anyone down, but, um, my, <laughs> it was amazing. Cause part of the way through the semester, I get a message on what's your position, uh, podcast Instagram, which is not private. And <laughs> it was, hi, I'd like to be on the podcast cause I love it. And we're the same person. And I was like, Ooh, so message me at the end of the semester after I've been your teacher. Cause I can't talk to you about this right now. Is that the voice you do in class? No, oh. I was like, no. different personalities. No, no. Sometimes, sometimes. I'm glad you don't bring that in. I did voices there in There were classes. a couple moments. I did yeah, voices sometimes she where yeah. I was being silly and dumb. She turns into, uh, what's David's sister's name? Ooh, Alexa. Alexis, Alexis. Oh my gosh. No. no. So <laughs> she did. After class was over, she was like, hi, me again. And I was like, just wait until grades are posted. And she was like, okay. Hi, me again. And I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> yes, know. third time is the charm. I love tenacity. And I loved that you... Uh, really wanted to tell a story. I did yeah. any story. Literally, don't um, care. <laughs> you have and you have multiple. Like you were, you were debating between which one to talk about, and you sent me a message and you you said, you know, I've got this I can talk about. I'm really sex positive, and uh, and you were. You you had so much to offer the class and so much to talk about, and you always directed the conversation in a positive way. It was I never tried. about you. <laughs> it was never about like your friend's boyfriend. It was always like here's something to contribute that actually directs this conversation in the right way. And you knew when to not give information. You, you just, it Thank was you. like you were a plant in my class oh. and you like literally got put there just to make me look good. Oh, oh so I oh, spent enough, a lot of money for, okay. Did. It was yeah. good. good job. Money, thank, money you, well thank you, producer. Thank you. Yeah. God. Uh, Who, but, what's your name, by the way? Who's this? Who we're talking oh, to? Yeah. Hi. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so this is Lily. Hello. Hi, Lily. Hello. Uh, Hi. Uh, Lily, Lily is um, an amazing human, and oh. she also brought a friend, the audience. Hello, audience. I need that, like a clapping. Let me find some clapping. <laughs> uh, and there were so many topics that we could talk about. We could talk about the whole class. We could we talk could. about yeah. literally anything. But the thing that stood out to me was that you had said that you were sexually assaulted and you said it with not like a, a frivolousy or with like a, Oh, and also this, but it was, it stuck out to me. Cause I'm like, well, you know, I do love to tackle those topics. I did a, an episode on miscarriage. That was really difficult. I've, I've done episodes on, um, IVF, um, losing baby after baby and then having to go through the process of, of in vitro fertilization and uh, topic about it 
abortion. I did do a topic about abortion. I I did do that. <laughs> uh, and and this I feel like is something that many people in this country have experienced. Definitely. There's so much range when it comes to the definition of sexual assault, right? There's there's sexual harassment, uh, verbal sexual harassment. There's phys- physical sexual harassment. There's sexual assault. Um, basically, what it boils down to is that it is unwanted, coercive, forceful, Conduct or contact. Sexual assault can include rape, attempted rape, and any form of unwanted sexual touching. So it's a broad spectrum, and it's not just women that experience this. Men experience it too. And every 90 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted in this country. Oh, my God. Man or woman. I know, dude. That was going to be my stat of the day until I found another one that blew my mind. Holy shit. Um, Every 90 seconds in this country, an American is sexually assaulted, whether that be forcefully forcefully having sex or touched in a way that's inappropriate or, um, you know, physically groped or or spoken to. I had an incident in class. This past year? Yeah, where the IT guy, Oh, right. It came into class and said some very inappropriate things uh, in front of a room full of students and a teacher. And still, it's still not resolved, by the way. Chapman still has not resolved it. No. Still. What the fuck? Right? I'm like, hello. I emailed them yesterday. I was like, it's been 97 days. Like, is there a resolution to this? Well, I remember you said he just wasn't allowed in the building anymore. Right, exactly. Like, but he's still employed. Like Twelve other buildings, there, and also he was like, "I go to the student storms all the time," and I'm like, "Wow, bro! Oh like, way to fucking tell me that shit. That's cool." Um, this topic is so broad and so massive and such a heavy, heavy topic. I don't even know another word for it, and it's so prominent right now with the Me Too movement and with people being called out for behaviors that are extremely inappropriate throughout all different walks of life. Like everyone is kind of realizing right now that you can't, you can't fucking do that shit and get away with it. Like you really fucking can't. You got to be on the up and up. I've had friends come to me and say, if I've ever done anything that was like offensive I'm sorry and like really people making amends for things that other people did like that they they just wanted to take responsibility for I really really wanted to take this opportunity to not only hear from somebody who has been sexually assaulted in a much more um personal way than myself and 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 there's no range of of what's bad and what's good sexual assault, but I really can't tell a story uh, quite like yours. Uh, And I think it's really important for people to hear it. And I think it's important for people to look at it in the face and to stare down this monster that they're afraid of. A lot of people are afraid of talking about sexual assault because they're embarrassed because either it happened to them or because they may have sexually assaulted someone. A lot of people don't want to talk about sexual assault because it's unfucking comfortable It's a really heavy, uncomfortable topic and it's so prevalent and it's so 
Ugh, we're going to do my stat of the day if you're ready. Because it's I can't wait to tell you how prevalent it is. That it, That's literally... I, oh my god the difference is between go ahead go ahead it's my stat of the day it's my stat of the day it's my stat of the day so is that new because <laughs> to you okay <laughs> <laughs> she's listening in order and I she's am. on uh, Chris and Kim's. Hey, girl, Kim. Hey, girl. What you doing, girl? Uh, she's on Chris and Kim's episode, and we didn't have that at that point. But yeah, it's a new okay. Nathan Hornblow original. Love that. Uh, America. Nathaniel. Excuse me, Nathaniel. Thank you. Um, in a Thomas Reuters Foundation survey, tying with Syria, America is the what most dangerous place for women to live regarding sexual violence. One through 10. America falls where? Tying with Syria. America falls where? On a one through 10. One through 10 list of worst places. Worst places to live for women in regards to sexual violence. Guest? An audience. 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 I was going to say third. I can't say it now. Okay. Um, I'm going to go second. <laughs> Is that our audience? <laughs> I was trying to okay, so we got uh. third. We, <laughs> we got second. <laughs> Producer? I like this. Um, I'm going to go number one. Okay. Don't Say, let me the forget. One, yeah, you're saying that it's, this one blew your mind. I mean, number I one would blow my mind. Uh, yeah. I was going to say number one, but I was like, that seems too obvious. I play so, this game a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. is the only Western country to make the top ten, and that top ten includes many Middle Eastern and North African countries. That doesn't so, shock me at all. Sorry, say that one more time. The United States uh-huh. is the only Western country to make up to be in the top ten. Wow, Mexico's not in there? Like first world, like no. Oh, the Western. Yeah, but I, I hear you. Yeah, no, okay. like no. Uh, it involves many Middle Eastern and North African countries. Um, I be- well, I know what number one is, so I'm not going to say. Um, this moves me on to my tip of the day. I I really. Tip of the day. <laughs> Still my favorite. How much do you love it? I know. It makes me laugh every, every time. time. Every, every time. fucking time. <laughs> I keep telling him I want to change the stat of the day song to sound more like that, but that's all right. No. I know. It's fine. Uh, I wanted to do... <laughs> Audience is with me. <laughs> Rude. Uh, I really wanted to break down some myths and facts regarding sexual assault um, that many people still hold to this day. So let's break this down. Uh, myth, you can spot a rapist by the way they look or act. No. 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 This is not accurate at all. Uh, There's no surefire way to identify a rapist. Many are normal, friendly, charming, and non-threatening. It's true. It is. (laughs) If you didn't fight back, you must not have thought it was that bad. Oh, my God. 
I just, I can't. That makes me Fuck nauseous. It makes me want to vomit. <laughs> During a sexual assault, it is extremely common to freeze. This is when your brain is yeah. like, what's going to be the easiest way for me to get through this and not die? True. Right? Yep. People who were raped asked for it because of how they dressed or how they act. One of the first things that many fucking people say, oh, I was sexually assaulted. Ooh, what, what were you, you wearing? wearing? I fucking hate that. The fuck does This is not the red no. carpet at the Golden Globes. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I was wearing Oscar de la Renta. It was a backless <laughs> gown with beads. My diamonds were from Tiffany's. It doesn't matter. No. You could have been naked. You could have been naked. No one should have touched you. No. 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 No, absolutely fucking not. Date rape is very misunderstanding. It's, a, it's often a misunderstanding. It's, an, it's a misunderstanding. Date rape. Mm. Date rapists often defend themselves by claiming that the assault was a drunken error and miscommunication. But research shows the vast majority, 70%, of date rapists are repeat offenders. These men, tar- men and women, target vulnerable people and often ply them with alcohol in order to get them to a place where sex can occur with coercion. It isn't rape if you've had sex with the person before. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Just because you've previously consented to sex with someone does not give them perpetual lifelong rights to your body. It doesn't matter if it's a spouse, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a lover, anyone who you've had sex with before, no one should have sex with you against your will and you should get consent from all partners. Yeah. Any others you'd like to add to that about myths about sexual assault? Um, Any myths you've heard? That just push you, your buttons. You definitely hit like all the top ones that really fucking irritate me. Right. Um, I can't think of anything right now. Another one I've heard is that a lot of victims of childhood sexual assault, it was a stranger. And mm. actually 90% of childhood sexual assault yeah. victims knew their perpetrator. That makes more sense because pedophiles like... Right. They're usually family members. Right. Or, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're not going to go outside of the pool of convenience. No. Right. No. They, there was, yeah. yeah. There was like this episode of Criminal Minds like I watched a million years ago. This little girl got <laughs> stuck in the mall and they like went to the uncle and they were like, you're like sexually assaulting her. And then he was like, no, I'm not. And then they disproved it. And then they proved it again. And they were like, I Fucking think that's how that went. Minds. Right. I know. God, Penelope. Love Penelope. Penelope. You know, that show was great for like three seasons. Uh, Yeah. And then it's sort I mean, after, after, uh, Hodge, Hodge, right? Mm. Is that his name? Mm -hmm. Aaron Hodge. Yes. After his wife died, (gasps) I just feel like the season. just spoiled it for somebody. I don't give a shit. That show is like 15 (laughs) years old. Get your life together if you haven't seen it. (laughs) I I don't care. No. And then when the girl, uh, the girl with the black hair and oh gosh, oh Emily, uh, when she left too, I was like, nah, you, this fucking show's dumb. Yeah, I'm over it. Um, so we are going to again, yes, with a trigger warning. Today we are going to dive into the world of sexual assault, and we are actually going to dive into it twice, uh, because you have two stories to tell us. I do. Okay, I do. All right, so. 
I am going to let you tell your story how you want to tell it. Okay. And the first part is... I'm actually going to, I'm lying. I'm not going to let you tell it how you want to tell it. This is my show and I'm going to make you tell it how I want you to tell it. So you were born where? I was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And I lived there. So my mom and dad were married Mm -hmm. for the first five years of my life. And then they got divorced. Did they have any other kids? Nope. Well, well, technically. Uh, My dad had a daughter. She was eight. My sister's 18 years older than me. Holy shit. Yeah. She's my half sister. But she's just my sister. Yeah. But yeah. I, we didn't have like a really great relationship because she lived here in California. And she was 18 years older than and you. And she was 18 years older it's than me. It's a whole me. mom older yeah. than you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we didn't have like a great relationship my whole beginning life because one, I don't really remember it. Yeah. Because I was a child. Right. Um, and then when I was, I remember like lots of things like from my childhood. Like it's sad. Like I remember so much of the traumatic shit that happened oh, to me. Oh, that's interesting that you say that. Yeah. I don't remember like a lot of the good stories like if someone brings something up like a family member brings something up i'm like oh yeah yeah i can remember that but not a lot of but the, the things stuff. that you typically remember are the bad things and yeah. i'm going to tell you why as a matter of fact okay. uh there is a real statistic that says that we are wired to remember the most fearful experiences more than we are to remember the happy times wow. um unfortunately our brains store trauma in a completely different way than they store joy. And most probably because trauma happens um, in an original fashion. Like waking up on Christmas morning, that's a joy that you experience multiple times as a child, right? right. So they all kind of merge together. Or summer break, you're like, right. yeah, we went to a water park, I yeah. think. like Because we just did that and it yeah. was the mundane and it was the everyday and it was the joy. Traumatic experiences tend to be one-offs. And when they're traumatic, they leave an impression on our minds that is much easier for our lizard brains to recall than joyous experiences. Producer? Professor Weller, can I, can I guess why? <laughs> yes, you can. Because our cavemen ancestors had to survive. And when the saber-toothed tiger came and tried to kill them, they had to remember how... And like that stuck in their mind. That is exactly right. Boom. That makes so much sense. It's exactly you get a hundred percent on your on your test. Hold on. I don't really do tests, but you get a hundred percent on your test. Uh, I'm the very proud toy. of you. Hold on. Not the squeeze toy. <laughs> Thank you, audience. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all day. So our brains are automatically training us to remember the bad stuff. So that's why that happened. That sucks. It really <laughs> fucking does. But it is exactly because yeah. of what the producer said is yeah. because we need to remember how to escape those situations. And that makes total sense. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, you grew up by yourself with your parents? Did they get divorced? Yeah. So they did. So we got divorced. We lived in this beautiful house in Pennsylvania, <sighs> like a beautiful old house that was converted. It was built in 1904. My oh, mom. Yeah. It was, it was haunted. Oh, yeah. No. When they bought it, they had like homeless people living in there oh, and shit. it was like a tear down but it was like so historical wow. and like so my mom redid the whole thing and it was beautiful and then they got divorced and everything fell apart god <laughs> damn it i know how old were you i was five when they got divor- divorced officially Audience? you have to get me more beverages <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um yes so 
But my dad... <laughs> He booed. booed. He booed at me. Where'd your dad go? Well, he, um, she wants the watermelon one. Audience. Thank you. Yes. Audience. Um, so she, so he actually is mentally ill. Oh. oh. Yeah. So he started kind of downward spiraling. After the divorce? No, like 10 years before. Oh no. Yeah. My mom just hung in as long as she could. What kind of um, mental illness? He, well, he's never been officially diagnosed by anything, right. but we're looking at schizophrenia or bipolar. Mm-hmm. We're a little bit of both. We're okay. not really sure. Schizoaffective. Yes. Okay. And so, um, yeah, so but he's never been officially diagnosed, but he's definitely had a lot of, it's been a roller coaster. And Issues. I've never had like a real relationship with him mm-hmm. um, because I never lived with him. My mom took me and we we lived she tried like we lived up the street from him okay um but then it just got too hard see but that's good though that she tried she she didn't like pull you away and say you can't talk to this person no no she never was like that she was like i want you to have a relationship with him if you want to yeah um but after as i get got older i learned more things about everything how he hurt everyone around and i was like i don't want a relationship with that person and he's never been there for me anyway right so that was just kind of that, but when I was five, they got divorced, and then when we were n- when I was nine, my mom moved us to Chicago to live with her sister and her three kids and her husband. Okay, so wait, yes. you nine years old, yes, and you moved from Pittsburgh to Chicago, yes, from cold to cold, cold to cold. Okay, and you lived with your aunt, your uncle, and your three cousins, yes, and your mom and my mother. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we lived in their, they had a finished basement in their house. Okay. Um, and so we lived down there and my mom and I shared a bedroom down there and we lived there for about a year and my mom made me go to Catholic school, private ah. school. Yeah. And I literally, and my, my, Satan. yeah, my dad's side, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> my dad's side was raised Jehovah Witness. Oh. And my mom's side was raised Catholic. Hi, and they said, neither will happen because obvi- you're fine it happens Every- all the time, guitar. <laughs> <laughs> happens my- all the time. Okay. Um, but my whole dad's side of the family got disfellowshipped when they were 18 because oh. they were like we think this is not so no offense to anybody who is but but uh, <laughs> a little bit go to the hospital yeah okay. yeah all right so, so you lived in Chicago. You went to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. You lived there for a year. Yes. And that whole time, you were sharing a room with your mom. With my mom. And you're nine. Yeah. So you haven't gone through puberty yet. So no. you're still a little girl. I am. Yeah, totally. And when I lived there, I I actually have a really funny story about being at Catholic school. Um, so <laughs> most people do. <laughs> we had to go. We had to go to church every Wednesday. We like went to mass, mm. and I was never baptized or did the communion thing, but I, you know, I was in fourth grade. And so everybody, when everybody went up to take their little cookie and their sip of wine, I went up with them sure. and I did it for, I don't well, know. Yeah. Almost the, enti- sit there? the, almost the entire year. And then I told my mom that I did it one day and she was like, you can't do that. And I was like, what do Why? you mean? I can't do that. And then she was like, you have to sit there cause you didn't do communion. And I was like, so the rest of the year I oh, sat in no. the pew by myself. <gasps> well, everybody left. That's and I so just awkward. Like, yeah. Hold on a second. I've been, I'm not into Catholic, Catholic, 
Catholicism, but my stepdad, John, his family is. And so every Christmas Eve, we'd go to church for a few years. And I wasn't, I, what's the male version of that? Baptized. Is it baptized? Yeah, it's, it's, it's taking communion. You have to go through, no, it's just in the Catholic church. Right. They maybe go up, but when I, it was my turn, you do like, you put like your hands on your chat. You do like some kind of signal to the ref of priests. You know, like, <laughs> the hey, ref? No, I'm not a. I'm just here, like, I'm hey, conspiracy. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't do the rules, and then you walk on. So I didn't have to sit there. Oh, Blessed be the fruit. That's, that's good. Yeah, May the Lord open. Was, I didn't, well, I, wasn't, I just didn't question it, so I just you kind of, in fourth I was grade. in fourth grade. Did anybody, like, make fun of you or be mean to you after that? No, but it was a lot of just self-talk in my head. Yeah, Not sure. a lot of negative self-talk. I'm sorry. But no, it's okay. I was a very quiet That sucks, too, child. and they took your wine away. Yeah, I was really hoping to get through wine. the rest Jeez. of the day. How I else know. were you supposed to get through Catholic Seriously. school at nine years old? I know. God. Yeah, it was awful. Do they give it to kids? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. In Catholic yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. Those yeah. priests, <laughs> they get those boys and they get up. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what this wow, episode's about, Wow, what a about, perfect right? topic for this <laughs> episode. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's true. Literally, we actually probably should find someone. <laughs> yeah, we should. Uh, okay, so then what happened? That's not a joke. So, if, anyone, if someone is listening, no, literally, have, if you have been involved in the story. Catholic Church, <laughs> and scandal, not make fun of you. Please <laughs> let me know so that we can get you on here and you can blow those fuckers out of the water. Literally, continue. So, um, but yeah, no, I remember like my mom, and it was basically it was kind of what we, my final paper was about. Was um, my mom never had any kind of sexual talk with me about. Yeah anything yeah she gave me this little book when we were living in chicago and i would sit in the tub and like i would like she would like read it to me and show me pictures and stuff and i was like okay and i would ask her questions because i was curious and it was just like about like your body you know okay it was not any age appropriate it was very age appropriate sure it was a picture book um and i was like okay this is and, your nipple yeah exactly mm-hmm. it was very like that and I remember so vividly. It was so traumatic. My mom, I overheard my mom like talking to my aunt and uncle about it and and like telling them like what I said and what I asked. And I literally oh. started screaming at her and I was like, why would you say that? Like, oh, why would no. you do that? And I never went to her like again. Oh, no. Yeah. So she was just like going to her sister. Yeah. About like, oh, my daughter asked me this, and you yeah. have kids, and what do you, what would you say? And then, yeah. But it was like such a breach of confidence. Oh yeah. For me, like in fourth grade, I was like, why would you say that? You I'm know? so embarrassed. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I know. It was kind of sad. But Where'd you go after Chicago? We so we visited my uncle in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite person in this entire fucking planet. Oh. He is. Just an amazing fucking person. Wow. Um, but yes, we went to come visit him, and he. We went to San Francisco, and we like toured around, and I like saw everything, and I was like, "Mom, we need to move here." Oh. And she was like, "Okay, I think that that's a good idea." Um, and so we moved like cross country. We lived with my um my uncle and his sister, my aunt, for a few months before my mom was able to like get us set up in our own little place and stuff and we moved to Petaluma California and I lived there from fifth grade until I graduated my eighth grade promotion whatever until I moved here and I went to high school down here who did you live with down here 
Um, so my mom, I, my mom had, well, as far as I knew, never had a boyfriend that I could think of. That, that you, that you ever met or that you well, saw. Or... She had friends that were guys that we would like go over to their house and like, she'd like, hang, we'd like hang out with them. I know it sounds really weird when you <laughs> say it like that. Um, as I'm saying it. Huh. Yeah. Um, Why wouldn't she just go hang out? Probably could. I don't no babysitter, maybe? Probably not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I just really right. had a lot of mental images of being at this guy's house, just right. playing with my dolls. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I, know. I don't, know. Don't even get me started on how many men <laughs> my mom introduced me to. It's fine. It's totally fine. I thought I had like 12 dads by the time I was five. It's oh, God. Completely fine. Um, so you moved to Southern California with your yes. mom? Yes, because my mom got a boyfriend when I was in eighth grade, mm-hmm. and she, we moved down here because she wanted me to go to Corona Del Mar High School. Why? I don't know. Uh, did I, she not understand how much drugs are there? I think that's Harbor. Well, uh, CDM has a lot of drugs, too, I guess. I yeah. Know, yeah. Harbor does, too. Jesus. Yeah. Newport? She went to Harvard. Holy merd. Do they still have the tables? Audience member, do they still have the tables outside in the commons where people sell different things on? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If you go back to episode two with your mother, producer, she talks about about the school that she went to, the audience member here, with the tables outside selling different things. And the teachers just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Great. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Super. But apparently, CDM has they're they're like a one of the best public schools in California. Okay. For academics. Oh, okay. And my mom. Well, really, that's what my mom says. I really don't think that's why we moved here. I think my it's mom really wanted. It was yeah. A boy. It was a boy. It was a boy. My mom wanted to live. Anyway, Listen, there. we all have urges. We all need things. We all need to do things that make ourselves happy. But also, she puts you in a good school. So I mean, it's not like she puts you in friggin'. <laughs> Trash yeah. bag school. Well, yeah, I think it was probably the worst four years of my life. Awesome. But awesome. Super. Stay yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Let's go back. Yes. Just a take little ways. Back. Just take it back for yes. me, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, talk to me about uh, the individual who first sort of pushed you in a direction of sexual assault that was yeah. completely inappropriate. Yeah, so my mom has this friend. I'm not going to say names. No, nope, you don't have to do anything. I'm not going to say names. Don't have to. Um, say purple for all I care. So, yes. So my mom had this friend. She had four kids. She had two that were the eldest, and they were twins. Was this in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Yes, okay. sorry. This okay. was in Pittsburgh. And so my whole first nine years of my life. Okay. Um, and so she had two twins and then a boy who was in the middle and then a daughter who was around, like, we were, like, nine months apart, I think. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so she, we were around the same age. And then the one of the eldest twins would babysit us. Okay. And How much older was that twin than you? I want to say that they graduated college about six years ago. So when you were so, five, they would have been 11. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, 11, 12. I want to say they were right around their age of... Puberty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, they could have been a little bit older than that. It's very, like, skewed mental... Sure. I'm not in contact Absolutely. with these people. So. 
but yeah, so she, um, she would come over and like she would babysit us and like mostly when you say us, you mean sorry, yes, her, her and her sister, her twin. No, 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 just her youngest sister who was my. What age. about the middle boy? The middle boy would come over as well. Okay, not as often. I don't know, like, but he was there as well. Okay, the twins, the other twin sister was hardly ever there because she was um she did ballet pretty seriously, so she was like always doing something doing something okay um but yeah so she would come over and she would babysit us and like she would like to play these games quote unquote okay where we she was like touch me here in this place and it'll make me feel really good that was the game this is her game was one of her games Mm -hmm. um and then to both of you to me and her sister and sometimes her brother yeah okay um, and that happened multiple times. And then there was another game that she liked to play that was like literally spin the bottle. Okay. I don't remember what she actually called it. But okay. It was literally spin the bottle and we would play the three of us. Because you were five. Yeah. And, and didn't know any better. We didn't know any better. Um, and it got to a point, like I have several memories and that like, her and the girl, the girl that was my age, her sister and I would like, we would be playing with our dolls or something. And then we would like just start kind of like touching ourselves, like to like each other mm-hmm. and like things like that. And like, but that was just what I thought was normal. Cause that's what your babysitter was Cause doing. That's w- and she would, they would come over all the time. So this wasn't like a, oh, like every month or so. No, like this was Weekly. like a very constant thing. Wow. Um, and so, like, I just kind of learned that that was what I, what, how kids played, you know? Right. And, um, and then there was this one instant that, like, really is, like, the biggest thing. was It was actually just me, the girl who's my age, and then the brother. And we, it was, like, some party was happening in my house. And we were outside, and my old house had, like, this bamboo that was, we had a beautiful patch of bamboo and stuff. And we okay. were playing the bamboo and stuff. And... We were there, and I think we were playing like Truth or Dare. Yeah, we must have been because he, my his sister, dared her brother to literally stick his dick in me. <gasps> How old were you? I want to say I was no younger than seven. What? Or I was younger than seven. Yeah. Did he? Yes. What? Yes. And he literally said to me, "You should probably take a pregnancy test or something." At seven. I I had no fucking No, you idea. have no idea. I yeah. was terrified. I was like, what am I going to do, you know? And I knew what a baby was, but I was like, <sighs> I don't know like and no one's having the sex talk with you at the age no, of 7. No of one is not. saying like, like I'm learning you need about a period my body before by, you yeah. have a baby. No, of course. And, you know, right. I didn't even know what a period was. Of course. It's at the end of a sentence. Yeah. When you're 7. Literally, and like, I'm like learning about my body through touching someone that's older and watching her get off basically and that's just how my childhood was when I lived in Pittsburgh and you never said anything to your mom I don't think I said anything to her while I was living in Pittsburgh um and I suppressed all of that until I was like 15 when I started smoking weed Okay, so let's talk about child-on-child abuse because I've pulled up some statistics. Uh, Shocker. 
Um, Child-on-child sexual abuse is defined as sexual activity between children that occurs without consent, without equality, which means mentally, physically, and by age, or as a result of physical or emotional coercion. So there's a power dynamic that exists between the two children. And clearly there was a power dynamic here. Babysitter, yeah, the one being babysat, you do what the babysitter tells you to do. Well, of course, yeah. And you're playing a game. Yeah, a game. We're playing a game. Yeah. The trauma for the victim is the same whether or not it happens because of an adult or a child. However, this type of abuse is the most likely to go unreported because adults can sometimes dismiss it as kids being kids or the kids have no idea well, yeah. that it's abuse. Oh, and I had no idea as a kid and then my mom. Because if someone if a parent comes to you, we've all heard the if adult if an adult comes to you, oh yeah, of and course. a stranger if a stranger danger mm-hmm. if an adult comes to you and asks you to touch your private parts that's bad. But you never hear about people who are you know within five years of you like no. people who are your peers in yeah. that regard. Someone who's supposed to be taking care of you exactly yeah. playing a game with you and then yeah. and then those behaviors roll into the people who are your age. And now you're engaging in these sexual behaviors with people who are your own age. And then that's how is that? Is that abuse or is that just the product of abuse behaviors as a byproduct? You know what I mean? Like, did you guys engage in any more physical you and the boy? Um, There was a lot of touching, like touching of both, like both from him to me and me to him mm-hmm. and then along with his sister as well which honestly is probably really confusing for him now I would I was actually going to ask if yeah. you know anything about I don't them because now. I literally my the last time I saw them was my f- freshman year in high school and my mom was like I she was like they're in town they're in Santa Monica like you should come like we should go down and like visit them and like whatever and I'm like I do not want to go and she's like why not? Like, it'll be so fun. You can see them again. They're older now. Like, it'll be so... Gr- I'm like, I'm not going. And she forced me to go. At this point, she didn't go. know. No, right? no, not really. No. She like... I think I mentioned something, but she dismissed it. Kids being kids. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I experimented when I was a kid too. It's fine. Not I'm at like, five. No. No. <laughs> not. No. Not no. experimented. Like, Did you uh, go? Oh, yeah. My mom was like, you're going. And I'm like... Christ. And I literally was just dead silent. The Did, entire was the girl time. there? They were all there. That I can't even. I'm about to be a mean person. Okay. Yeah. Did you say no? You I didn't. did. Barry, I no. didn't talk to. No, them. of course no. you didn't. No, I sat in my little corner and I just was there. <laughs> it was like you I didn't just, talk to any of them. Not really. No, I was probably said hi. Oh God. I did not speak a word. No, but. Um, the girl got pregnant at 16. Uh, well, and interesting that you say that because yeah. um, the individuals uh, typically who are the abusers in the child-on-child sexual assault are diagnosed with comorbid behaviors such as conduct disorder, which eventually turns into bipolar disorder, hmm. substance abuse. Did you ever notice her drinking or using drugs? Did you know that she had done any of that after I or during? I have no idea. Attention deficit disorder, developmental disabilities, autism and Asperger's, reactive attachment disorder, and PTSD. Females account for 17% 
of youth who commit sex offenses, and they are found more often committing sex offenses on younger individuals. So men will tip boys, boys will typically go uh, in, in child on child abuse. Boys will typically go after boys their same age or close to their age, but females typically will go after younger uh, individuals than them. So that fits into that same. Wow. Fuck, I know. I didn't right? realize how much of a statistic I was. You're not a statistic, <laughs> Lily. <God>. Um, <laughs> As many as 50% of children who are sexually abused are victimized by older and more powerful children. Mm-hmm. Um, it is legitimately one of the most non-talked about topics, but uh, typically the average age of victims is between the ages of 7 and 10, and the average age of the abuser is 12 to 14. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Fascinating, right? Um, we're going to talk when we come back about re-victimization, um, which is a topic that I just recently had started to get a little bit of like interest in my head about. Um, and there is a statistic, uh, that I would like to share with you when we get back. Um, victims of childhood sexual assault are more likely to be sexually assaulted again. And we are going to talk about that when we return. So come back. something off your chest have a burning sex question call now for a chance to be live on air with what's your position 513-6969-SEX that's 513-6969-739 we will answer your questions hear your comments and play you live on air call us soon What's your position? Sexy moment in TV and movie history. Okay, everyone. Great news. Lots of old people have chlamydia. Woo! Seniors in Pawnee have a lot of time on their hands, and what they're doing with that time is going at it hard, old people style. A lot of them haven't had proper sex education, and as a result, STDs are having a field day. It's amazing what a few old guys can do with a little bit of charm and a lot of crabs. Okay, sex avengers. These old fogies are very set in their ways. They're hopped up on ED medication and they got nothing to lose because they're close to death. Also, seniors can be pretty ornery. Actually, I think it's pronounced horny. I have an idea. Let's pretend that we're old people and we can ask Anne our grossest, most perverted sex questions. I'll start. 
I'm an old lady. Why do I need birth control? I haven't had my monthly since LBJ was president. Well, with the elderly, we are not so concerned with pregnancy. We're more concerned with disease. Do pubic hairs get longer the older you get? I don't think so, no. Because it's happening to me. What should I do? Where can I get lube that is healthy to eat? I ran over my testicles with my jazzy scooter. I think you're good to go, nursey. I want to jump on that caboose. Choo-choo! You should never eat lube. You need to see a doctor immediately, and I'm sorry, sir, but you have to be under 40 to ride this train. Oh, that's how you do it, kids. <laughs> That took me a second to get. And Did I you was get like, it? I know who that is. Who is that? And then I once I heard who the other. Who is it? Uh, the um, I just just yeah, say Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah uh, Parks and Rec. There Parks you go. Rex, yeah. It's Leslie Nope. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I was like, yeah. what? Parks and Rec. Yeah. That's a great, That's a great clip. Yeah. That's a great clip. I love yes. that. Yes, bravo, bravo. <laughs> the audience approves. The audience approves. Uh, I want to give a quick, quick, quick shout out. Uh, we got our first five-star review on, um, I don't know where, uh, but from Bottled Up Bitches, which is a podcast, and they followed us like a month ago and liked the shit out of like 50 posts. You ever like open your Instagram and then like it's one person yep. that likes you and you're like, you're obsessed and also I love you so much. Uh, Bottled Up Bitches is a podcast. Um that you can get on all different platforms. And they gave us our first, one of our first five-star reviews on Google. And uh, we are just very grateful for the support from other wonderful humans that do podcasts um, and for any five-star review that you want to give us or our friends. So thank you very much, Bottled Up Bitches. Uh, hopefully we can do a collaboration soon. Yay. Speaking of bottled and bitches, you want to mention our official, unofficial sponsor? Official, unofficial sponsor, Four Sons Brewing in Huntington Beach, California. Lily, I'll take you there someday. Yes, please. Okay. Yes. Uh, we can go right after this, as a matter of fact. Uh, whatever you guys are doing, cancel it. Um, we had nothing planned. That's phenomenal. We were kind of hoping that we were going to go do something. So. That's exciting. <laughs> we'll just go and do something. We'll just go and do something. Uh, Four Sons is located in Huntington Beach, California. They have three locations about to have a fourth. Did you know this? <gasps> okay. They have a location off of Gothard and Maine, which is uh, the warehouse. <laughs> that's like a, the original, uh, the original brewery. <coughs> I just choked on my spit because I'm so excited. <laughs> they have a location in Pacific City. <coughs> Literally choking on spit. A location in Pacific City. They have the HB Hot Chicken, which is located in Bella Terra. And then they are opening a brewery spot on Main Street in Huntington Beach. We love you, Four Sons. We love you so much. Thank you for letting us film in your uh, your business and <laughs> giving us so many opportunities. Fun, you really are. And we're drinking their lemon peach seltzer, um, which is delicious. Uh, okay, back to... And thank you, guest, for bringing some salsas too. We, oh won't mention, God, yeah. we won't mention the big corporate one you brought, but no, they were good. Did, though. Okay. So I'm listen, sorry, so listen to this fucking shit. <laughs> this is literally for the people who listen to this podcast regularly and who have like a fucking understanding of the depth of seltzer that we drink. That's me, Robert, and I. Mm -hmm. Our me. seltzer connoisseurs. Oh yeah, we literally have had every seltzer 
under the sun. When I find a new one, I will send her a photo. Like, exactly. You need to find this one. It's so fucking good. Did you find it? Or he'll bring it and he'll be like, look what I'm yeah. <laughs> her with the four sons. Today. Yeah. And so I, I texted Lily, as I do with all of my guests, and I say, hey, we're a seltzer podcast and we will be bringing seltzers for you. Do you like seltzer? And she's like, can I bring you one? <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, somebody's going to bring me a fucking present? Like, what? <laughs> Somebody bring me a beer? Huh? Um, and she brought us this amazing sour seltzer that I have not had yet. Um, spoiler alert, it is not sour. It tastes like a Jolly Rancher, but it is still delicious. Apparently, I have a really bad taste bud thing because mm. I thought they were sour. <laughs> I'm just saying you may want to get your taste buds checked. <laughs> Maybe then I can eat spicy food. because I can't Perhaps, eat, yeah. because this isn't sour, but it's delicious. Well, like I'm kind of glad it's not as know, sour as like a warhead, but yeah. I kind of wanted it to, to like to challenge myself, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> ooh, I can take a drink half this. As your <laughs> jaw leaks. How many of you, how many oh, of no. you have had your jaw leak uh, from me saying sour like seven times. So yep. I hope y'all yep. are salivating. Warheads going into your mouth right now. <laughs> uh, everyone's mouth just got... Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, back to something that will not make you salivate is the, yeah. <laughs> the topic at hand. We do have to take breaks and make sure that we are enjoying ourselves because this is a heavy topic and in no way do I mean to diminish it or be jovial about it but at the same time I am very sex positive. And I want everyone to embrace their sexuality and to be comfortable with who they are as a person, sexually, physically, and mentally. And being sex positive doesn't necessarily mean you have sex. That's not what being sex positive means. It, it means embracing all aspects of sexuality, from periods to masturbation, from gender identity to experimentation, from sex toys to asexuality. Being sex positive means understanding who you are as a sexual being and understanding that there are differences in everyone and accepting those those differences. It's like being human positive, basically. True. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I mean, that is true. Being nice to all human beings. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had a theory about a year ago. We started doing a PTSD study where I work. And I work with uh, mental health clinical research, for those of you who are new. And we do research for all sorts of mental health, schizophrenia, bipolar, depression, postpartum, binge eating, insomnia, PTSD. And we started doing a PTSD study about a year and a half ago, and they really are looking for singular events. So one event that's happened, a car crash, a shooting, a robbery, a mugging, a sexual assault. One event. And we get a lot, a lot of people calling with a sexual assault. And when I say to them, hey, it has to be a singular event, they almost always, I would say 90% of the time say, well, I was sexually assaulted as a child too. And I say, okay, let's just focus on the one when you were an adult, because that's what's going to get you into the study and that's what's going to help you right now. Let's not focus on the one as a child. Let's focus on the most recent one. And I thought to myself, I bet you people who were sexually molested as children are more likely to be assaulted as teenagers and adults. And I had a really difficult time. I'm going to be completely transparent and honest and vulnerable. I had a really difficult time wrapping my head around the why. I thought to myself, is it something that they're doing? 
are they putting themselves out there sexually because that is the way that their child brain was programmed? Like, I'm supposed to be sexual. Therefore, I'm going to be sexual with everyone I meet and therefore put myself in a position where I could get assaulted by an individual because I am overly sexual. Or is it vulnerability? Or is it PTSD? Is it trauma? Is it behaviors repeating over and over again? And I had no idea. I just had this thought. I was like, I'm going to write a paper. I, I write down studies that I want to do in my phone constantly. And this is one of them. Um, and so when Lily said she wanted to come on and talk about sexual assault, I said, okay, tell me what happened. And she said, well, I was sexually assaulted by my babysitter when I was a kid. And then... What happened? Um, so when I was a freshman in high school. At Corona Del Mar. At Corona Del Mar High School. Um, I didn't know that I could just play sport instead of doing P.E. So I, <sighs> I did P.E. Yes. Oh, God. God. And that's like where all the people who don't know how to that's play sport the, oh, yeah. go. Okay. Here's a little info. If you do marching band, it counts as P.E. If you do dance team, it counts as P.E. too. <laughs> Audiences, <laughs> audiences snapping. <laughs> so you did PE, lame. Did PE. What, like pickleball and badminton and shit. Yes, with our coach. <laughs> I'm gonna say his name because Coach Jelnick. He. Oh. Yes, he is an old fucker who. St- <laughs> I'm dead. He's choked on my watermelon he sour. Literally coached my mom's boyfriend in high school because we went to the same high Ew. school. Yeah. That's gross. that's how old he is. Okay, he wasn't the one that that sexually harassed you, right? No, God, no. Christ, not a crack. No, God, no. I was really upset for a second. I thought oh, that's no. where it's going. I did oh too. God, I did too. I did too. I'm asking the questions that the audience no. I've wants to know. I've seen that Lifetime movie before. Me too. <laughs> oh God, Good God, no, no, okay. no. We don't hate him that much. Right. No, we do not. Okay. He, no, I don't hate him that much. He All was right. just well, we booed him. Yeah. The audience, yeah, we booed. Booed. He's Everyone a hated their PE. There was that one PE coach that took it way too seriously. Oh God. Badminton. Yeah. You know the rules of badminton. No, I no, had one of those. It's raining out. I don't give a shit. I You're running one. a mile. <laughs> I had that one in eighth grade, and oh my god, I think he killed me. Dude, seriously, several times. Why do we have to run a mile and then go do math? Thank you. Why do I have to go back to class when I'm all fact, sweaty? Kimberly like, Butler, if you're listening to me, fuck the Warrior One Thousand, <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> Continue. You're in PE. I'm in PE, okay. and um, wearing an adorable outfit. I'm sure. Oh my god! What were you so wearing? Cute. Okay, so <laughs> CDM has these beautiful little shorts mm. that are blue because mm-hmm. you know CDM's sure. blue, and then we have these really cute shirts that have our name written right across the chest, right yeah. across the chest. Yeah. yeah. So so you don't forget. So you don't forget. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so I was wearing that beautiful outfit mm-hmm. and I didn't know because when I was in middle school where I had come from, we had to run all of the time. So I had running shoes that I kept in my locker. So I wore running shoes. I would change into my running shoes. What is the difference Audience. between running shoes and PE shoes? Um, the girls wear Converse. At CDM. Yes. Or those. Or boots. <laughs> Booties. Yeah. In PE? Yeah, the girls who, so I learned, I met this girl who was a couple years older than me. No, she was like a year, she was a grade above me. She was a sophomore, and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I'm talking to a sophomore. Oh my God. 
<laughs> yeah. And uh, she was that sophomore that like, she was the druggy sophomore. Oh, yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. She was getting Big, stoned all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she actually got me high for the first time. Super. Yes. Great. Um, Audience? Uh, <laughs> I was looking for a boo, but that's okay. <laughs> well, we're not booing. Them. I know, I know. Well, for me, myself, and I, pot did not mix it well with me. It didn't work with you? No. Really? Yeah, no. I'm not a big pothead. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> for me, myself, and I, thank you. <laughs> I know you guys like to smoke fine. weed. It's fine. What? No. Um, yeah, I don't. I, ever. What? No. No. What? Huh? Weed. No. no. Weed? No. no. Outside? The things that I pull out of the ground? Yeah, the weeds. The weeds. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, but yes, so I, well, so, so anyway, we met and I thought I was really cool and I like met her and so she got me high for the first time and she like, she wasn't the first one to teach me how to drink, but good God, could this woman drink? <laughs> Jesus. I've like, I'm concerned this... about her well being today. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you looked her up? No. Okay. Because she doesn't, well, I tried like a couple years ago, but she doesn't have an Instagram anymore. That's upsetting. Yeah. That might be, uh, all right. And I don't follow her like Finsta where she usually posted What's shit. What's Finsta? It's your fake Instagram where you put all of your like oh. naughty shit. Like, oh. Smoking weed and drinking you know with what your a Finsta friends. Is? I have no idea what a Finsta is. Yeah. You it's where you. Like an extra account that like. Like your parents you don't get, follow. And yeah. And you can go snoop is. around. No. Yeah. <laughs> Like your ex-boyfriends and okay, stuff? Okay, well, that's a whole... No. Yeah. Yeah, there's I don't, two, there's I don't either. There's different kinds of... No, of course not. No. Robert, do you have one? Yeah. Really? Yes. You've mentioned, do, I think you've mentioned it. I'm not going to tell you. That's the you, fucking point. <laughs> you, I think you mentioned do that. I follow, I think I heard you do I follow that. the Finsta? No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. No, no there's, like, there's like those... no... I don't even follow my own Finsta. Like, yeah, no, no, it's a very There's no connection. There's... Oh. I won't give it up, but the username is kind of my name, but it's not. Oh, okay. it's a little play on words. Let's just say uh, I'm an Asian girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm giving out a lot. That's enough. That's enough. That's it. Okay. That's all we get. So she doesn't even have a Finsta. I have no idea. I okay. stopped. All yeah. right. But so, so, okay. So she's getting you high. She's yes. getting you drunk. So yes. you are really, really reveling in the Corona Del Mar high 100%. school experience. Okay. 100%. Uh-huh. Yes. So she has a couple older brothers and then a younger sister. Yes. So he had uh, her older brother was when I met her, I get or him. Um, I guess he was cause when I was six. Yeah. He guess he was like 21. I think he had like just turned 21 or so. And so you were what 15. I was 15 at the time that I met her. Yeah. Where'd you go? Her house? Yeah, all the time. My mom hated it. She would like, every time she dropped me off, she knew. She was like, this is not good. I hate this. Ooh. And But she did it anyway because I was like, I was Making like, mom, my friends. friends. I was just I'm saying, like, like, how long had you been there? Since before, like, since you since met her. Since moving from Paloma um, down to. Yeah, no, we moved in the summertime. So I moved, we moved in July, June. I think we moved in June. So I had like no friends all summer until I got to school. So once I got to school, I was like, and someone was like, "Yeah, I yeah. want to hang out with you." I was like, like, "Oh my yeah. god, okay, cool." Um, yeah. So then I would go to her house all the time, and she was really into tequila. Oh god. And cores, not cores. I'm sorry, Coronas. Um, and yep, and she could take. You know, have you seen those shot glasses that are like big, like this, like? Oh yeah, ounces. with like the levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So she could fill it up to the top and just go gulp. She had no gag reflex, uh, which made her very popular. And very intimidating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yes. So um, she taught me how to take tequila shots and we'd get drunk in her bathroom. Great. Because that's what we did. I don't know. Was okay. your parents there? Yeah. 
okay. Almost every time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We just would blast music in her bedroom and we'd get drunk in her bathroom, which was in a Jack and Jill bathroom to her older brother. Okay. By the way. Okay. Keep that in mind. The 21 year old? Yes. Okay. Who still lived at home. Okay. And so, yes. So, um, we met and I was like, oh my God, he's really cute. Of course. Of course. I'm like, yeah. Hormones. Yeah. And when I was... When I was like 15, I was like, oh my God, he looks like a young Leonardo DiCaprio, right? And I was like, holy crap. I was like, and she told me, she was like, oh my God, like this so-and-so, my brother, um, he like really thinks, he thinks you're so cute. We should like go out and like go on and like a little double date because she was trying to get with his best friend at the time, which they dated for a long time, actually. Oh my God. Yeah. So we went bowling and it was so much fun, right? It was like Ugh. this great time. And at the time I was helping my neighbor. She had like this daycare thing and I was helping her and um, it was like snack time and I was telling her about this guy that I met and she told my mom. Oh no. Yeah. Because I told her that he was like, <laughs> no, yay. Yeah, no. My mom was trying to help. Yeah. Um, or yeah. she was trying to help. And my mom. 21? Yeah. Bro. Yeah, it was bad. My And I mean, that's bad. I'm like a 15. Yeah, yeah. That's bad. And so my mom like got really you mad. Have baby brain. She, you, yeah. you have a baby brain. I have baby 50, brain. You have a baby brain yeah. at 15. You're just a baby. I'm just a baby. You're and just a baby. Yeah. And like barely gone through puberty. You're I hit just puberty like last year or so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Literally. Like, <laughs> like, like yesterday. <laughs> like you hit puberty yesterday. Yeah. Like what is happening? Yeah. So my mom was really trying to save me. And <sighs> but of course in my head I'm like, You're taking me away. Oh, oh no. I love yeah. him. Yeah. And literally known him for oh, a day. Yeah. And so I was but naturally I rebelled and I was mm. like, grr don't take me away and I naturally stopped talking to him because my mom got I've never seen my mom well I had later and I'd seen her angry like but that. at that point at that point I'd never seen my mom so and my mom's a very just docile person unless you get her riled up and then she comes very passive um or just angry and mean and so that scared me. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll stop. Obviously, this is something I shouldn't be doing. Obviously, yes. mom has a problem. Obviously. Okay. okay. And so then she would only let me go back over if he wasn't there. And I'm like... So she pretty much knew this man was a predator. Yes. Um. Yes. Okay. So basically... Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have a question. But yes, please. Continue. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Just okay. continue. Okay. Mm. So... I would lie about like where I was going mm-hmm. and then I eventually I found him on Tinder because naturally as a 16 year old you're on Tinder. Why the fuck are you on Tinder at 16? Who is on Tinder at 16? I didn't you, and then you say you're 18. Oh yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. They, huh? They don't allow I didn't go on it to really like hook up with people. I really just went on it to fuck with people. Okay, well that's actually kind of fun. But yeah, I right. just went on there to get some validation because <sighs> I I was really messed up and I, that was like my year of really bad. <laughs> like I was really depressed when I was 16 <sighs> from smoking pot. And wow. Yeah, that's like a whole nother story. You really think so? Oh, no, 100%. I got really highly dependent on it, and I couldn't sleep without smoking at least four bowls. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I was smoking every day, all day. I would leave high school, like, class, in the middle of class, just to go to my car and get high. I could not function. And then it got to a point where my, I just, I could not physically do anything. And oh. it was taking over my whole mental control, and my I became God. really paranoid. 
Well, yeah. And well, as soon as like, yeah. I, yeah, I, I always say like, I'm pro weed, but don't start smoking it until you're at least 25. Yeah. Do oh, not, absolutely oh, not. Yeah. No, not absolutely do it before not. Your brain no. is not. Nope. Like, nope. At least fully. Nope. Yeah. Didn't start smoking until I was 24 years old. Yeah. 25 from, or I think I was 26, but and now I, I didn't even plan to smoke weed. I wasn't gonna do. Who'd you smoke with? Uh, Heather was my first smoke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you've got a year of knowing this guy. Yeah, I went, stopped contact for probably about six months. Okay. And then I saw him on Tinder, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, and then I messaged him, and I I swiped, and then he uh-huh. matched, and I oh, was boy. like. Oh my god! I think I know you. Ha ha ha! And then he was like, "Oh my god! Hey, cutie, or whatever." And were you like, not well. talking to his sister at that time? Or? We were like on and off contact. Um, we hung out a lot in the beginning of my sophomore year, her junior year, uh-huh. and then we kind of faded off because didn't I have found... the same classes and had some different friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I got new friends. Sure. It was just that normal high like, school shit. Nothing bad no. had happened. Right? Yeah. Yet. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And so. Um, then I lost my train of thought. It's okay. You found him on Tinder. You swiped. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I found him on Tinder and then I told my mom that I was going to go sleep at my so-and-so's friend's or her house, which this was my friend's house that we would, we called it the trap house and it was the place that you go and you get high and no one will ask any questions because her mom does not care. Oh God. Um, her mom was also crazy. (laughs) Audience is agreeing. Yes. (laughs) Audience says... Yes. Yes. So I told my mom that I was sleeping there. Did your mom know that this was a bad house? No. No. No, I'm sure she had her suspicions since I didn't come home for seven days. I got so obliteratedly like high is like fuck every day that I was there I did not come home and I she was like, Hi, my daughter coming home soon. Um and I was like sure, I guess. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, no, my had like my mom didn't really parent me like strictly no my mom was a very loose kind of person and was it it sounds more like she parented out of like am i doing this right yes rather than well my mom this is correct yeah my mom wasn't parented either yeah so she was kind of like you haven't mentioned grandparents or aunts or any like literally i mean your uncle in in san francisco and then he is his sister i love as well um i'm not like my mom has three sisters. Okay. Um, the one in Chicago. Nope. They live. They moved after we moved to Northern California. They moved here, so they live here now. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm sorry. I'm no, taking this okay. back off. I'm no, taking it's okay. This off track. Okay. I know. All right. So you go pretended you were going to sleep at the trap house. Yes. And, and instead, then, instead, I went up to um, his house where he lives with his sister and everyone, and we were partying in their garage. Okay. And I was like, I I had had some to drink and I think I had smoked a little bit. And so I was a little crossed and I was like feeling okay. And we were playing BP and he was like, oh, be on my team. And I was like, okay. Beer pong, pong for the layman. Sorry. The layman. Oh, yes. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Some listeners are going to be like, BP. <laughs> it's beer pong, you yes. fucking fools. Yes. <laughs> so, and then he was like, okay, so every time we make a shot, we have to hug. And I was like, okay. okay, all right, okay, yeah, okay, fine. fine. And then I thought you were gonna say make out, and I would have been like, bruh. He did do that oh. eventually, mm. yeah. And then he was like, you gotta kiss me, and I was like, okay. 
Because, I mean, I didn't have any qualms at it with it at the time. You're 16. Exactly. Hi. Hi. Hormones. Hi, more hormones. Hello. Yeah. And, and was... also, you've been pining after this man for a year. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, right. I wanted to. And now he's paying attention to you. Oh, and I should mention by and this time. And it's taboo. Yes. And it's naughty. Yes. And yeah. And I should mention by this time, I've had sex one time. Okay. And so, I have already had sex. Okay. Um, Who was your sexual debut with? I told it in class. You don't remember? No, you <gasps> need to. The audience wasn't there. <laughs> the audience was not there. Audience is very excited. <laughs> she loves this story. Okay. Okay. So my current boyfriend, who he said he doesn't want to be named, which is totally it's fine. fine. Current boyfriend. Current boyfriend. We're gonna call him Bubba's because that's his name. That's fine, Bubba. Um, and <laughs> so basically, him and I were best friends in high school, and um we had like our little friend group and stuff and he was a couple he was a senior when I was a sophomore and so we would all hang out at trap house and stuff and we had a bunch of friends that came over and previously before sophomore year had started this guy had stopped me on the beach and was like hey can I have your number and I was like sure and so I was over at Bubba's house and it was Halloween and what I were turned- you dressed as N- I was Sandy from Greece. Greece. Yay! I had so cute. Wait, which I, Sandy? What do you mean? Sandra D. No, or like leather jacket no, Sandy. Leather jacket. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. But There's I got a <laughs> I got my whole outfit. Both from, are pretty hot. They're both yeah. hot for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Danny Zuko? Nobody. I had what my pink ladies. I had my pink ladies. I didn't have any boys. I didn't oh, have a, any okay. boys. Okay. No, I, I love had, the girls' costume. Yeah, I, I had love the, three, the girls' costume. Yes, I, love I had three pink ladies with me. That's great. Yes. Um. But yes. So that was my costume. I turned around and the guy from the beach, who I had stopped talking to, because all I could tell is that he wanted to have sex with me. Creepy. And I was like, I don't want to have sex with Not you. Good. I yeah. don't want that. Thanks, bro. So I stopped talking to him, and then I turned around and he was there, and I ah. went to Bubba's, and I was like, um, he's. The That's guy from a the bad beach. man. There's like, a the, bad man the from, the from the beach. There's a bad beach man. And he was like, "Oh, that's my friend." And I was like, "Ah, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> cool, 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 cool." So, so I don't want to fuck him. So what do we do? Oh, <laughs> at the well, <laughs> I did want to fuck him. Oh, damn it! Yes, um, I grew. He was then joined our group of friends, and I would hang out with him, and we would hang out, and then bad things. Well, not really bad things. It was great. It was it was fucking amazing. Really? Well, I mean, it hurt like a bitch because okay. well, this man's is this man's is like in high school. Yes. Yes. Dude, fuck like him. like bigger than a microphone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Right. Wow. Yes. Jesus Christ. The audience is agreeing too. <laughs> How did you we see all- it? <laughs> we all know it's been tossed around many of times. So your, there was a group of, your sexual yeah. debut was with a large penis. Yes. And so it, what the joke was that I had to tell in 30 seconds in class was that I lost I my remember. virginity, yes, to Dude. my boyfriend's but best no one friend. had to tell how That's they, what my question was going to be. Like, <laughs> you make your students no. stand up on their no. desks <laughs> and tell them about their whole okay. runs? No, 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 no. How dare you. No. Oh, no. Okay, so basically no. it was like, what's your craziest first date story? And I couldn't think of anything. That so was the question. I talked about how I lost my virginity. Okay. Yes. And then everybody in the group pointed at me to say it. It's and true. I was like, okay. We had breakout group discussion <laughs> and I was like, what's your craziest first date story? And then I make everyone in a group stand up. And Lily stands up and tells that. And I was like, that's a fucking great story. 
shit. Maybe yeah. I can ask that next time. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. Um, okay, so you had already had your sexual debut, yes. and it was a positive experience. It was a positive experience. It was. I Did you have an orgasm? No. God. Fantastic. God, no. God, no. All right. Um, had you had an orgasm on your own? Yes. So okay. because of my whole experience as a child, I learned how to masturbate. Oh. At a very young age. Okay. Not knowing what it meant. But also though, like children masturbate without the influence of they do. sexual it's assault. True. They do. Yes. They really do. Yes. And so that is something that can typically happen with children is finding that pleasure area. If they're not detoured from it by a parent slapping their hand away. Of course. Yours happen to be unfortunately influenced by more sexual coercion than sexual exploration. And I actually had a really negative connotation about masturbation. As I got older and we were living in Northern California, I like, I thought it was so bad. Like I had no idea what it was. I mean, I, all I could associate it was with something, something that was wrong in my head. Yeah. You know, because I had suppressed so much and I was like, this is just something's wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah, this is wrong. Right. I shouldn't be doing this. Right. And my mom at the time, like I had a lot of like issues, like because of my like not having a dad and like, yeah, I had a lot of like, like other outside temper issues, short, yeah. temper issues as a as a kid. And my mom liked to do this thing where either I would stand on top of the kitchen island and I just shred newspaper and scream. Just to get it out. Just to get it out. Mm-hmm. And or I would punch her hands or I would write what I was feeling down on a piece of paper <sighs> and burn it. And I actually wrote down, I will stop doing this thing that I didn't even know what it was called. I will stop doing this thing and like be done with it. And I, I, I stopped for probably like five years. Masturbating? Yeah. Wow. And you didn't yeah. even know what it was? No, I had no idea. And then I started to learn as I got into high school, I yeah. learned what masturbation was and I learned that it can be a positive thing. And yeah. I was like... Oh, okay, cool. So it's not necessarily no. associated with not anymore. There. So you're at this party. Oh yeah, uh-huh. right. we're, we're bringing back. it back. Bringing we're it back we're at this topic. we're at this party, and you're playing beer pong. Mm-hmm. And every time you score, mm-hmm. no pun intended, <laughs> you have to make out with this guy who is give now him a hug, and then at, towards the end, okay, so it he's was progressing. like it was progressing, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. sounds like a predator. Yes, and so towards. Like the end of it, we had gone to Cha at like just to get like some boba and get some snacks. And the fuck is Cha? It's um, it's a drink place where oh, they okay. have like the little tapioca balls. Gross. <laughs> and so it was like the only place open because it was getting late and like we didn't know where else to go. So we went there and um, we came back and that's when it got like really serious like right before we were about to leave I forgot no sorry 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 uh right before we left I was sitting in the garage on my phone and he came up next to me and he like started making out with me and I was like no I'm not (laughs) feeling it like I kind of like I went there with the intention of hooking up with him yeah and then as soon as he started making out with me I was like "Mm, no I'm good I'm good I don't really want to feel this yeah and so we went to Chaw, came back, and then he was like, I want to brush my teeth. And I was, he was like, come with me. And as a 16-year-old, I'm like, 
all right, whatever, I'll just go with you. I wasn't thinking while you brush your teeth. I guess I was like, okay, I'm not thinking anything. Absolutely not. No, I would have done the same fucking thing. Yeah. And so I went upstairs with him and he closed the door behind him and then he like shoved me down on the bed. In a in the oh. Oh, because he had a Jack and Jill bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So he closed. I was that- like, why the fuck were you in his bedroom? But yeah. that's where the bathroom was. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. So he realized that you had sort of an aversion and didn't want to do anything. And then. I don't know if he did or not. I don't know. I think he just assumed that everything was going to be okay. I think he assumed that I wanted to have sex with him. And he was using that as like a way to get me upstairs, like the brushing the teeth thing. Um, like telling his sisters, like his, his sister probably knew. Like, oh, okay, they're probably going to go upstairs and hook up. hook up. And I was like, and I really genuinely thought we were going to, like, ha- I was going to go brush, brush our his teeth. teeth. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. he was going to brush his teeth. Um, But yeah, and then it's, he like pushed me down on the bed and he like started like forcefully making out with me. And I was just like, I kind of just kept saying like, I'm not really like, I don't know. And he was like, okay, well, what about if I do this or this? And I'm like, I don't want to be here. And I remember completely just shutting down. Just stop talking. And I, all I got out of my mouth was I want to go home. That's all I could get out of my, of my mouth. And he like, he just kept going, which was the worst part. And Mm -hmm. I just stared at the fucking ceiling yeah. and I just watched this fan go in a circle just for I don't even know how long I was hours there. I minutes. really I really don't know mm-hmm. how long that was going on um it got to a certain point where it was over and I was like okay I guess and, and I just went to the bathroom and I started crying and I was like, I need to pull it the fuck together and I need to get the fuck out of here. And you didn't um, tell his sister, your friend, you didn't tell his sister. I don't know where she was. Okay. All I could, all I knew was that I wanted to go home. And obviously I couldn't go home, home because I was supposed to be there. And so he was like, okay, well, I, all I said, I was like, I want to go home. And he finally was like, okay, I'll take you home. He took you home. Yeah, because he didn't know what was going on in my head. He had no idea. He had no idea. No. He had no idea. Like, I think genuinely he's just that stupid. Um, Yeah, because later, and I, so I went home to. Guys, let me just go ahead and just just pull it out there. If anyone is a, is, I hate this term, a dead fish. Or uh, just stops giving a fuck mid fuck. You should probably check in. And make sure that they're like, you know, engaged yeah. in the act. Um, if someone blacks out, tunes out, stares at the ceiling, no longer gives you reciprocal, yes, yes, please more, a little to the left, a little to the right, like, yes, do that, do that. No, you're too high. Like, if someone stops speaking and stares or stops responding, you should probably stop fucking them. Yeah. I- I think that makes I'm- sense. <laughs> Thank you, audience. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yes. you, audience. Thank you. Yes. Uh, he took you the fuck home. He took me the fuck to Trap House. Yes. To Trap House. Yes. Did you realize right then what had happened? Um, I was completely silent in the car ride. Okay. Down. We, thank God he lived like 
a street down. Okay. Like you literally just drive down and then it's there and then it's done. And I was ho- I was back at Trap House. But I didn't text him. I didn't like I he was like, text me. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I opened the door and this person is a complete <sighs> night owl. They don't sleep like at all. Um, and except in the daytime. And um, <laughs> hoot hoot, motherfucker. And so she was up, and I like, she opens the door, and I am completely bawling my eyes out. And she had, she knew what had happened to me as a kid. Okay. Because all of those emotions had come up at that point. Okay. And she was the second person that I told. First person was Bubba's, actually. Oh. Yeah. He was, did not know what to do. He was like, well. That's a lot of yeah, info. Yeah, it's a lot. And he, we weren't even dating. We were just friends. And he was just like... <sighs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he handled it really I've well. I've been in his position with some <clears throat> girls I've dated and they've brought up some stuff that's happened to them. It's like... And you're just like... <sighs> yeah. You're Edward Scissorhands yeah, after he drinks like, the whiskey out of a straw. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. <sighs> Edward, are you okay over there? Yeah. <sighs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you do. So I went in and she was like, and I just kept bawling my eyes out and saying, it's like what happened. Because I couldn't no. even say oh, what had God, happened to me. Oh, God, because you didn't even know. I couldn't even say what had happened to me because, and all I could say was, it reminds me of what happened oh, to me when I was a kid. No. And she was like, fuck. <laughs> and she was like, what do you want me to do? I Do you want me to call the police? Do you want me to tell what somebody? What a good friend. She was probably one of the most helpful Probably people. the best person right in that moment. Because she had had some experiences as, as her, for herself. When Did she was you kid. call the police? Not at that moment, and I should have. Did you go to the hospital? Nope. That's okay. I know. You, you know, don't have totally to, don't, don't make that face at me. Don't. I know. I know. I know. Don't. I know. I should have. No. Well, I thought hey. I really regretted it after. So what? Well, now I'm fine. Like I, it is what it is. Yeah. Yes, the noise. I was like, that's the noise. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is? <laughs> Good, isn't it? It's Edward. Yes. Literally, right, there that is. That was too good, Ashley. I had to bring that up. That was exactly what it was. <laughs> exactly how you respond. There is no fucking way after an experience like mm. that you have any oh, no. idea. At the age of 16, with the family issues that you had mm-hmm. and the abuse you had as a child and the uh, behaviors that you were engaging in that were probably addictive and damaging as a, as a 15, 16 year old that you would have any fucking clue that what you had just experienced was rape. Yeah, no, I, I really didn't know. And then I, all I know is that like I smoked a bowl. I would have to sleep. Um, I would have probably smoked about 12. Yeah. I, I got in her shower with all of my clothes on and I sat in the shower for, and cried. I just cried for, oh God, probably a good hour and a half. Probably ran up her water bill, but. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't care. I don't think she did. But I think that this story is probably much more tangible than a person who's like, I was jogging and I was raped. Yeah. Or I was at a party and passed out and woke up and I was being raped. This story where you're hitting on somebody dating somebody attracted to somebody flirting with somebody and then not into it yeah not fucking into it yeah 
and it happens all the time and you're like hey i'm not into it. this and i want to go home and they're like <laughs> full steam ahead and yeah. you're like no i really would like to go home and they just sort of ignore that yeah and it's a misunderstanding and that's a big air quote that I'm doing right now. Yes. That is probably going to resonate with more people than a story of a one-off stranger. Like, this is a person you knew for years. This is a person who you partied with. This is a person who you had a crush on. Yeah. A person who you pursued, who pursued you back. And then you were just like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I want to go home. And that's not what happened. And that fucking sucks. Yeah. It did. And I was not okay for a long time. I I know that I, I was in this haze. I was in like, um, it felt like my body was in slow motion mm. and everything around me was moving so fast. And I learned later I was kind of just in a whole panic attack just, yeah, I was just a, a living, living panic, panic attack. attack. Wow. Yeah. Jinx. Wow. <laughs> Ew, I just got head goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy. Um, on that note, uh, we're going to go to a break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about your most amazing transformation into a phoenix. I hope that you like Harry Potter. Um, because phoenixes rise from the ashes. Yes, they do. And we're going to talk about how you rose from those ashes to become a fucking warrior. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about mental health and sexual assault. The instances uh, where sexual assault can turn into some serious uh, mental health issues and how to go ahead and uh, reclaim your sexuality. Let's do it. After a sexual assault. And we're also going to play the 69 game. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Join us. We'll be right back. everyone it's Corey and robert from the so so screwy podcast a little background on us i've been a school teacher for seven years i have a brand new baby and i love to read and i've been working in the film industry for the past six years i don't want kids and the most reading i do is netflix captions every week Corey and i scrutinize movies music video games food and everything in between we have some of our closest friends to stop by to scrutinize stuff with us and share their stories Plus, some amazing musicians we know like the Dares and Jordan from Newfound Glory. I also invite some incredible filmmakers I've had the pleasure to work with on the podcast to talk about their careers and the industry. Download the So So Scrutiny podcast for free on iTunes, Spotify, and most podcast platforms. Or visit SoSoScrutiny.com for every episode, videos, merch, and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. The So So Scrutiny podcast. 
Welcome back, fellow humans, to our episode about recovering from sexual assault. That's what we're going to call it. Yeah, I like that. I think that's better. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Recovering from sexual assault. Uh, Recovering and becoming better. Um, There's a lot of, of... material out there about how negative sexual assault is and what it can do to you and and how it affects you long term and we're going to talk about it but there's also a lot out there about how to rise and be a better person because of it definitely and you just have to look for it and you are a victim of sexual assault but you don't have to be a victim. 100%. You can wear the badge and 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 understand that you have gone through something traumatic and something that has changed you as a person. Um, it doesn't have to define you. Hell no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to define your relationships. Ooh. It doesn't have to make you bitter Mm-mm. or uh, it can make you angry, but it can also make you empowered mm-hmm. and. Um, help you realize that you are stronger uh, than the person who who committed the atrocity to you. Mm-hmm. Um, 90% of women have uh, experienced some sort of sexual assault, whether it be verbal or physical. Um, it's and a sad percentage. It's a very, very high <laughs> percentage. And actually one in four women... Uh, and one in seven men are the victim of physical sexual assault. So wow. it happens uh, quite frequently. It's happened to me, both verbal and physical. Um, I'm. It's, this is not my story, but I am not speaking from a place of research, but I am speaking from a place of truth when I say that I understand um, not really un- not understanding what what was happening at that moment, and and thinking to yourself, this isn't what I expected this to be. Yeah, I didn't want this outcome, and this is the outcome, and now I have to deal with that aftermath. Yeah, and I was older, so I had the ability, and I moved very soon after, so I escaped really quickly, and so it sort of reset my whole brain, but it it yeah. sent me into a place of uh, promiscuity that I probably wouldn't have gone into otherwise. Um, and it, it really does. It changes who you are as a person. hundred percent changes you. Um, it affects you in a lot of ways. Sexual assault affects your mental health, uh, in obvious ways, depression, um, substance abuse, eating disorders, anxiety, PTSD is one of the main, uh, especially when the assault was violent in nature. Um, when the sexual assault had a essence of violence, victims were 10 times more likely to uh, suffer from PTSD, but victims of sexual assault as a whole are four times more likely to uh, have PTSD than non-sexual assault victims, and 30% of sexual assault victims state that they have PTSD. And those are people who go to a therapist and get a fucking diagnosis, right? So these are people who have actually had a professional say, you probably have some fucking PTSD. These aren't people (laughs) who are just sitting at their houses Googling symptoms, right? Um, So there's probably so many more people. I would wonder if ceiling fans... Oh, they do. I, yeah. I, first um, thing I was going to fucking say. Yeah. I actually had an experience with an ex-boyfriend. Um, granted, that was a, 
that was the uh, that was one of my topics I was going to talk about if we wanted to. Um, but I so we were we had a terrible relationship, not the whole time, but it was definitely a mentally abusive relationship. Was it after? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. So sure. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> we and he never took what happened to me very seriously. You told him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I told him. Um, and he basically kind of. He was like, well, you said, yeah. And I was um, like. But th- <laughs> huh? And my mom said that, too. <gasps> yeah. Sorry. I, f- I was going to mention that, too. Yeah. My mom and my aunt said, well, you said yes at first. Oh. And I was like. And I actually completely blocked that out. And I was telling my best friend about what had happened. Like, or, or Sorry. I was telling my best friend about being on this yesterday. And she was like were you going to talk about what your mom and Julie said? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, w- remember, they basically said that you asked for it. And I was like, I do now. <laughs> I didn't until I, right now. Yeah. You told your mom. My mom found out, actually, because when I was, I was not okay. And I was seeing a therapist at the time. Um, for my depression because I was already depressed (laughs) and I um so I went to see her and she was like you don't look okay like what what's going on because I had finally it had been probably three weeks and so I was living in this constant state of just agony not eating not not sleeping no of course not because there's physical symptoms uh when people go through sexual assault weight loss Mm -hmm. um uh, physical pain, uh, pelvic pain is a physical symptom of individuals who have had sexual assault. Um, stomach pain, nausea, vomiting, um, sleeplessness, not being able to sleep. They're having nightmares. So losing weight, being fatigued, you probably look like shit. Uh, you probably feel like shit. I can't believe you my mom can't didn't eat say anything. anything. You probably look yeah. like you're on fucking heroin. Oh yeah. 24 hours a day. I was not talking. I was yeah. not okay. No. And I'm so confused how my mom didn't see what was like there was something wrong sure. with me you know your I was, therapist saw it yeah i'm like wh- why couldn't the m- person i'm spending every single day with kind of see that you know and like honestly m- my friends were the people who got me through it the most but um, you told your therapist i did i told my therapist and i was like you tell her everything i told her he was 22 and he did this to me it's still really having a hard time saying it out loud uh-huh. and not being able to kind of coherently say like I, w- I was raped yeah and um she was like okay well I legally have to report this yeah and I have to tell your mom because oh, you're a minor god and I was like what Fuck. <laughs> I was like please don't tell my mom Jesus and so she made me call my mom no. while I was in my therapy session oh god oh god and she didn't I couldn't I, I, I couldn't say it right and so she told my mom and she didn't give my mom a lot of detail mm-hmm. and so my mom and then my mom never brought it up to me again after the phone call no she was to just this like day? she would no we well I, I had to bring it up to her oh god and she was like she, I walked through the door from my therapy appointment and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, uh, like, no, I'm not okay. Um, and so, yeah, 
that's kind of how that went. And then later that same day, I went to the beach with my friends because I was like, I don't want to be here. No. And um, I get a call from my mom and my mom's like, there's a cop here. Um, you need to come home and tell your story. And I'm like, oh, oh. okay. I'm coming oh, home now. no. Yeah. So I went home. And I told my mom, or I told the police officer, like, what had happened, and she asked me such explicit details that I was like, oh my god, I don't want to talk about this right now. And yeah, so that was, that was, that was really hard. That Um, makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, that was, that was not fun. Was your mom (laughs) present the whole time? Okay. But we were in the living room, and my mom, we were in the back, so my house, like, my mom's house has, like, two living rooms, like, there, but it's all connected by, like, an opening. Um... And so we were in the back and she, my mom was in the front. So I'm sure she heard something. I don't know. Um, but yeah. And then nothing happened with that at all. They interviewed him. Um, and he acted really apologetic. He was like, how is she? Is she okay? Like, I don't know what's happening. Why am I here? Um, and <laughs> they were like, well, you, you, re- you had sex with a 16 year old and it didn't go well <laughs> and she like, didn't want to yeah like oh so that's hello. why you're here yeah did he not go to jail no i not that i know of i followed up with a detective even though he even yeah. though you were a minor i guess i don't know i i <sighs> don't think so because i followed up with a detective like a m- few months later this gray area is so yeah. It's so treacherous. It's so treacherous when, look, that's why I've said it a thousand times, a thousand times, check in with your partner. There is an amazing episode of Sex Education. Robert, have you ever watched that on Netflix? No, I've heard good things though. Bye. See you later. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Sex Education is an amazing show. And I love that show. there is an episode. I kept forgetting to do my extra credit. You did. And know, you I didn't know. do it. I and and I you should have done it. But there is an amazing episode of this show where he loses his virginity. Oh I need one too, audience. <laughs> and <laughs> they were drunk. And the entire time he, he was checking in. The, yeah, whole the whole time. time. Are you okay? Is this okay? Is this position no. okay? And she laughs and she's like, you just kept checking in to make sure I was okay. And he goes, well, it's good to check in. Yeah. And that was like the and best scene ever. It's good to check of in. Of course. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, if I'm having sex with somebody and they're laying there like, like not into it, I'm going to be like, is this cool? Like. Yeah. Are you well? Yeah, no. Are you okay? Yeah. Thank you. I'm good. You don't need one? No, I'm good. You sure? Oh. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, sexual assault can also bring on physical health conditions, including arthritis, digestive problems, premenstrual syndromes, and non-epileptic seizures. Whoa. I know, right? Ever experience any of those? I can't say I experienced any seizures. No, but no. maybe arthritis or pelvic pain? Um, you know, I had a really, I blocked a lot of my post time. Mm -hmm. How many years do you think you blocked? Oh, no, no. I I think it was probably like a month or two. Okay. Yeah. I, I really, I don't. But you were going to therapy that whole time. I'm assuming. (laughs) 
went every two weeks. So. Okay. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I think it was just until I was really ready to like. Do you still go to therapy? Um. So I I grew out of my therapist that I had. Oh yeah. In high no no school. no. You have to change yeah. therapists. I I'm I would looking say for every new. like three years. Yeah. Two years. Three years. I agree. I I'm looking for a new therapist. Good um, for you. I need to find one. That's I just like of, having someone to talk that's to. That's short of time? Three yeah, years? Yeah, I would say. I would say that because a lot can happen yeah. in three years. And I, the only reason is because you co- become complacent with your therapist and they become someone you talk to regularly. Mm-hmm. And so they can kind of get numb to your stories. 100%. They can absolutely start to like tune out yeah. what you're complaining about. And I think for me, it was like my therapist was a, a very big yes man. She was like, she was what I needed right during then. my depression. Yeah. She was like, you're beautiful. You got this. Like you can push through anything and it wasn't like a so this happened let's dig deeper like what, mm-hmm. what's really going on back here you know yeah that's what I want now my sister had a therapist that was a yes man and that's not what she needed so yeah. now she's looking for a new therapist because it was a lot of yeah okay do you feel good about that sure let's move on exactly. and then wouldn't ask the deeper questions to actually help her get through things I got over my therapist because actually she wasn't challenging me yeah. exactly just, exactly it, yeah I was saying everything was fine and it really wasn't yeah like, oh that's great yeah exactly, exactly. Like, oh that's that easy I to lie like to you therapy, okay. therapy okay. is very much like a relationship like mm-hmm. you cannot find a therapist right off the bat and you're oh, probably right. never gonna be with them for the rest of your life True. and you probably shouldn't you should probably change your therapist pretty often. Um, especially to change with like your age and what you're dealing with at the time. Is it career issues? Is it relationship issues? Is it personal issues? A male, a female. Exactly. You should get different perspectives. Or trans. Absolutely. I'm sure sure they're out there now. Absolutely. Audience and I had a whole conversation about that the other day. Audience, are you in therapy? Yes. Oh, audience, I love you so much. (laughs) Um, Would you say that your substance use increased after the sexual assault? or or, 100%. Okay. 100%. Okay. 100%. And that yeah. is true among most sexual assault victims. There's actually, uh, they are 13 times more likely to develop yeah. a substance abuse um, disorder. Um, they are also 10 times more likely to attempt suicide. Did that ever cross your mind? Yep. Did you try? Yep. How old were you? 16. Okay. Yeah. So it was right after. It was right after. I had tried before that as well, mm-hmm. um, but it definitely escalated afterwards. Um, I did try. I I came home one day and I was just like I was over it. I couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a razor blade or anything I could think of and I was like in my little I was in a head space and I took like a I literally took a safety pin and I started trying to like cut through my sure. wrist. Yeah, and obviously like as I got older I learned that like there's so much stigma around like cutting your wrists, right? Mm-hmm. It's like trying to be like an attention thing sure. or something like that. And for me, I was literally could not think of anything, anything else, else to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and I was like, well, I, I don't have like pills weapons. I could take or yeah. weapons. Yeah. I don't have something. I can't just like hang myself. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what, sorry, that got like really deep. No, 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 no. Um, That's exactly, no, you're saying exactly what. What yeah. I hear from people constantly is, yeah. I cut my wrist or I OD'd on pills. And it's yeah. like, why did you do that? Because that's what was in my house. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm not going to... Yeah. <laughs> like, like there, I'm not going to go walk into traffic. Like, I'm yeah. just going to... Whatever's here... Yeah, it was and, what was in front of me. Exactly. And I saw it and I was like, this is... Yeah. And that was the last time I ever tried yeah. to do it because I, I got some help. And I, I really... It took me... It took a lot of... I couldn't go to my mom about it. Mm-hmm. My mom wasn't 
one to talk about it. We have never talked about it again. Okay. Um, and I probably won't ever talk to her about it again. That doesn't, and that's not a knock against your mom. There no. are some people that you just can't talk about that no. stuff with. No, of course. And, and, and I love my mom. My mom is like an amazing person and she has such an amazing heart. And it's just, there's just some things with my mom and I have been really close with my mom. Like we have been each other's person for majority of my life and she was my person that I went to. She was my person that I needed. Did you tell her about the childhood stuff? I did. What'd she um, say? She dismissed it. Okay. She didn't take it seriously. She was. Oh, I bet you she took it seriously. I, I would probably venture to guess that she took it way more personally than you could probably imagine. She probably took that straight to her gut and said, this is my fault and I am never talking about this. That, yeah. The guilt is probably massive yeah. with that, with that fucking, and then that leading to the fact that um, children who were sexually assaulted are actually 30 times I thought it was 90, but it's 30. 30 times more likely to be sexually assaulted uh, in their teen years. Children wow. of sexual molestation or sexual assault are 30 times more likely. Um, because your brain is wired differently. 100%. It, it has yeah. nothing to do with putting yourself in a situation. It has everything to do with thinking to yourself, okay, my body is used for pleasure, um, I'm going to find pleasure. So I'm going to smoke weed. I'm going to drink. I'm going to do drugs. I'm going to find pleasure in any way that I can. This looks like pleasure. That's not pleasure. I'm going to back away from that. That looks like pleasure. That's not pleasure. I don't know how to do this, but you also don't know how to say no. Right. Like that assertively. Was, yeah. And that was, I think something I needed to learn. I, before I was, let's make it, let's make something very clear. Yes. Not saying no isn't saying yes no exactly no no for sure just because someone doesn't say the word no doesn't mean they've said the word yes 100 percent. so you never said yes yeah you never said no but you said i want to go home yeah which should have been the first fucking clue yeah, a little bit for him to be like okay let's yeah. go yeah no, definitely. And that was like, but I was a very big people pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll just, just lay here and lay here and let it happen. Yep. And it was not it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so I did. And that's, and I, I learned after that. It took a lot of, I think I, I got through it with my help of my friends and my, myself. I did a lot of self help and I learned that. I need to say no mm -hmm. more clearly mm -hmm. and I need to like stand up for myself and say what I want and what I don't want Yeah, because one, I don't want any situation like this to ever happen no. again. And I don't, and, and even any, like in any other instance, I don't want to like be pushed over in a yeah. lot of different ways. And because of that, I actually had a lot of friends take advantage of me as well in different kind of areas as yeah. well. And, and that's not fun either. Just to like have people push to over be you. a doormat in any regard, whether it yeah. be sexual or exactly. in a friendship or in a in a familial relationship, is mm. not fun in any way. And a lot of victims of sexual assault are definitely being assaulted 
in other ways, in other relationships, whether it be like being taken advantage of as a friend or being taken advantage of as a family member. Um, a lot of times people feel relief when they tell their story. Um, do you, do you freely tell your story to people? Are you someone who, are you part of a survivor's group or did you ever like, no, I, I, I tell my story to people. I feel like that I'm close to and I'm close enough with. And like, I, I, I mean, obviously now I'm telling, hi, hi, everybody. Millions. Yes. I'm so famous. <laughs> Millions of people. No, it's <laughs> like 50 people, but it's fine. Hey, I'm one of those 50 people. You are. <laughs> it's not 50. It's hundreds. Okay? <laughs> uh, and also, by the way, shout out to Russia. Yeah, okay. Three people from Russia have been oh. downloading our episodes recently. Right. So shout out to fucking Russia. Thanks, comrades. Wait, hold on a second. Uh, it is uh, Privet. And um, what? Stravo, Stravo, Stravo. Christ, that scared me. Get out of me. Good. Supposed to say hello and thank you in Russian, but I don't know if I did that right. Uh, Sorry, those crickets are really loud. Really loud. loud. (laughs) Some sorts of therapy that you can use um, for PTSD because this is some uh, PTSD is one of the most common mental health disorders developed by individuals who have suffered both childhood sexual trauma and adult and teenage sexual trauma. PTSD and depression are leading the pack in the mental health issues. Uh, Cognitive behavioral therapy, trying to go back to the emotional impact of the memories um those memories aren't going to be pleasant you you need to understand going into this kind of therapy this isn't a fucking joyride like you are literally going to be reliving these but memories cannot hurt you memories while they may feel real in that moment because with ptsd the flashbacks and the night terrors are so real so real yeah you think you're reliving that moment all over again and cognitive behavioral therapy and medication can actually help you push through the night terrors and the flashbacks and get you to a point where you are in control of your emotions the other thing that a lot of therapists say is great for overcoming sexual trauma is masturbation Mm. do you have something to say about that i do please um I had, well, and I had at that point before I had realized masturbation's okay and it's it normal is okay. and it's amazing. How many times in class, how many times, <laughs> how many times in class did I suggest people masturbate? Oh my God. At least once, at least once at a day. Least at once least every once a class. class. Yeah. At least once a class. At least once at least. a class. Yeah. Sex with yourself is the safest sex of all. It is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I love masturbation. Anyways, um. Please tell me. Yes. Did that help bring you back to your to your body? It did. And I couldn't for a really long time. Okay, I tried. Um, I would say probably six months. Okay. Um, I couldn't do it. I every time I would think about it, I would relive the same moment and okay. I was like, I'm not doing that. And okay. I can't do that because I can't think of anything else. Okay. And so Good for you not pushing yourself though. Yeah, and I, I was like, you know what? I will do it when I'm ready. Yeah. And one night I did. And it was the best feeling in the entire world. Did you cry? 
I didn't. I would have. But the next day, <laughs> the next day, I went to school and I told my best friend, and she oh. hugged me, and she felt Aww. she was so happy for me, and it was yeah. probably like the best. And yeah. you reclaimed your sexual self 100%. in doing so. No, I totally did, and it was probably it was just one of the. And I will never forget that moment. I ever. Yeah. The crazy thing is, it's not going to erase. No. Anything. No. It isn't going to erase what that girl did. It isn't going to erase what that guy did. But what it does is set a new foundation on top of those things, um, on top of who you are yeah. as a person, who you are. That there's no, you're Lily, this is, yeah. this is who you are. This yeah. is what your life is. And we are all made up of the experiences that we have lived, whether we've accepted or wanted those experiences or not. We don't always get to choose the experiences, the parents, the people, the friends, the babysitters. We don't get to choose those things. And how you choose to make your life after those experiences is who you are going to be as a person. And you can stay in that cycle and become an abuser yourself. Uh, and some people do. Um, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people do. I, I would, I would probably bet money that that babysitter was sexually abused in some way. I wouldn't doubt that because I know who their dad is. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think that the guy was sexually abused. I think he lives in a society where if a guy wants to have sex with somebody and that person is there and that person's not scratching his eyes out or screaming, he probably thinks it's okay. Yeah. Probably. And it's not. No, not at all. And I hope that him getting talked to by the police maybe made him rethink his next sexual encounters. I think they did because the actually the only adult that I had told before my mom knew was one of my other friend's um, moms. It was her mom and she was the only person that knew, not the same friend of Trap House, but the sure. uh, another person. Another Trap. That yeah. had come the next day and right. she was like, I will help you. Um, and they actually took me to Planned Parenthood because I wanted, I just wanted to go. And of course I didn't make an appointment. So I waited in the waiting room for four hours. Good Six. God. It ended to a point. A year? Well, it got to a point where her, the, the other girl's mom tracked her and was like, why are you there? <laughs> and she was like, well, I have to, um, My <laughs> I have friend to go home. Is, uh. Yeah. And so I never actually saw anybody. I know it kind of sucked. Um, I really wanted to just to have like a little bit of reassurance. Peace of mind. Yeah. And we never went in and I never saw anybody, Damn. but I know kind of sucked. She was like, well, you can wait for someone to cancellation or you can just like hang out. And we waited for so long and we oh had nothing happened. But um, then that day I told the mom and she was really comforting. Oh, and good. she I, she was like, she's like crazy Brazilian weight lady. Like, I love Brazilians. Yeah. And she and she really and I've never like it, I have never <laughs> like she would. I was so comforting and like Aww. warm and I felt so like kind of relieved to tell yeah. an adult, you know, yeah, yeah, like what yeah, had happened. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she called him. Oh, yeah. And was like, she went crazy Brazilian lady on him. Oh, <laughs> and she, oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And then my friends went off on him too. And okay, then, yeah. And I sat there and I didn't listen because I could not listen to the sound of his voice. No, because no. I no, yeah, no. 
No. Um, I no. had to go into the other room and I just could hear them screaming at him on the phone. I mean, I'm sure that he raised in this society thought to himself, a 16 year old wants my dick and we've been flirting for a year. Yeah. And um, she said yes to coming to brush the teeth. So I'm going to make out with her. And, you know, the only way she doesn't want it is if she, you know, cries or yells or something and you shut down. Yeah. Which completely. is exactly what most people do. Yeah. And speaking of PTSD, mm. well, not anymore, but I'm bringing it back to that. <laughs> Go for it. Bring <laughs> it back. I wanted to talk about my PTSD moment. Yeah. Um, I was having sex with my ex oh. and we were having a lot of problems at the time. Okay. The bad one. Yes. Okay. Yes. And we were, yes. So we were, we were up in Big Bear and we were having sex and I don't know what happened? I don't know. Like I looked up and there was a ceiling fan oh, right fuck. above my head. And I was like, I started staring at it and I watched it go and it started going in slow motion. And I was like, and I couldn't breathe. And he was like on top of me. And I like, I like started having a panic attack Yeah, and I pulled away from him and I started yelling at him and I was like, get the fuck off me right now. I'm like scratching at him. I'm like oh. tearing. I'm like freaking out. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I ran into the bathroom and I went into the shower like I did. Oh, no. Like when I first got raped and I like went into the shower and I like sat there in all of my clothes again and I just. Did you ever explain to him what was going on? I came back and I explained to him that I was like had a PTSD moment. Yeah. And he made it all about him. Cool. Yeah. Cool. He had a tendency to do that. Did you leave him in Big Bear? Not at that. Great. No. Yeah. Um. It took another. Uh, during COVID. Huh? Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I like broke up with him in. Wait April. a second. You've only been with with Bubba for how long? We got together in Jan- in July. But you of COVID. But you've known him for like four years, five years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he knows all about all the things. He yes, Bubba knows everything, he and does. he yeah, he loves me regardless, and he of course he, he loves you regardless. I, I but actually like, had another PTSD moment a couple weeks ago, and we were literally I don't know what happened. I just had a moment. Something was <sighs> said, something happened, and I started crying out of nowhere, out of nowhere, yeah. and I started just crying and just saying all of these things and he just sat there and he held me and he <laughs> listened to everything I said. Bubba, I love you. I know. He's amazing. <laughs> we love him very much. Yes. <laughs> yes. Making sure that you are surrounding yourself with individuals who don't have to fix you. Yes. No, there's no fixing. No. no one needs to be fixed, right? Nobody's broken. Nobody is... A bike tire that needs to be inflated. Like, these are things that happen to us. And they are part of who we are. No one needs to be fixed. We all just need to be accepted. And it's not about anyone but you. And I'm sure that Bubba has things that... (laughs) Audience agrees. (laughs) I'm sure that Bubba has things that he works through sometimes um husband kevin weller has shit he works through all the time yes yeah he goes through periods of 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 menstruation yeah he has a period yeah menstruation yeah uses man ponds (laughs) (laughs) makes Uh, a lot of sense yeah you do too 
I don't wear pads. <laughs> man pons. <laughs> what are man pods? It's like a tampon. It's a tampon. Yeah, I but don't have those. No, I, I know that it's, it's a metaphor. <laughs> God. Am I having one right now? No. <laughs> no. No, you had one like a month ago, though. It's fine. Yeah. You did. Um, and it happens. Everyone goes through emotional upheavals. Of course. I mean, that's Everyone has trauma. Yeah. Everyone has divorce. Everyone has God. breakups. Everybody has anger things. Everyone has a parent that was a piece of shit. Seriously. Everyone has a girlfriend or a boyfriend who was fucking crazy. Yes. Everyone's been cheated on. Not everyone has gone through sexual assault. So if somebody discloses that to you, please use an extra ounce of sympathy and caution when proceeding understand that by telling you that they are not seeking attention oh my god Fuck. <laughs> they are not asking you for permission they are not trying to get you to think of them any differently they're being vulnerable and they need you to know this because there could be a point in your relationship when they have a flashback and that can be very scary for a lot of people so if you are in a relationship and someone confides in you that there has been sexual assault, sexual molestation, um, sexual coercion at some point in their life, don't pressure them for details. Don't pressure them to know more. Ask how you can be of help. Ask how you can assist them through moments of fear and do not pressure them to do things that they don't want to do. 100%. Um, it, 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 if you value that person as a friend, as a family member, as a lover, then then value their privacy and also value the fact that they trust you enough to disclose that information to you. Um, a couple of things that you can do to recover from sexual assault is rhythmic movement. I thought this was beautiful. Yes. Rhythm can be healing. It helps us relax and regain a sense of control over our bodies. Anything that combines rhythm and movement will work. Dancing, drumming, and marching. Marching band. You can even incorporate it into walking or running by concentrating on the back and forth of your arms and legs. It's control over your body. Mindful meditation. Practice mindfulness and meditation anywhere. While you are walking, while you are eating, while you are breathing, focus on your feelings in that present moment, including any bodily sensations and emotions. Sometimes when I am feeling out of sorts, um, panicky, uh, I start at my toes, and I feel everything and I feel my toes and then I feel the ball of my foot and then I feel the arch of my foot and then I feel the heel and then I work my way to the Achilles tendon and then the calf and then the back of my knee and then the front of my knee and it's nothing sensual or sexual. I'm just feeling my body because sometimes we just go through the day yeah. and our legs carry us and our arms carry things and our lungs breathe in and out and our eyes blink and our nose sniffs and we don't really pay attention to that. So if you pay attention to each piece of your body Body, it can actually take you out of a scary past moment and bring you right back to the present. Yeah. Yoga, Tai Chi, uh, these activities combine awareness and relaxation. It can help relieve symptoms of PTSD and actually help pull you out of a PTSD moment. And massage. After a rape, you can actually feel very uncomfortable with human touch. Oh, yeah. But touching and being touched is extremely important for social comfort. It helps us receive affection, give affection, receive comfort, and get comfort. If you allow yourself to go to a professional 
someone whose job it is to relieve tension in a non-sexual way, it may actually help you become more comfortable with human touch. And again, not all of these are going to work for everyone. Some of these will work for some people and not all. Um, the statistic of the day, I want to just go ahead and go back to that real quick so I don't fucking forget. We have a winner. Not really excited about this. No, but uh, America ties Syria as the third most dangerous place for women in regards to sexual violence. Audience, <laughs> audience one. Uh, congratulations, audience, on knowing that the United States is extremely, extremely broken. Who's when it number comes- one? She was. No, the number one country. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Botswana. Oh, okay. I've never even heard of that. that India India is oh. number two. It, it is. Uh, it is in Africa, yeah. And mm. then and then India is number two. Uh Syria and the United States are number two. Yeah, get some of those Africa listeners. We do we, have we, some. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have some. We'll start spreading. Start spreading the news. Okay. Um, uh, I before we get into the 69 game, Lily, I wanted to ask if there was anything else that you wanted to mention in regard to um, your trauma, your resilience, your recovery, any words of advice you have for people? Be kind to yourself after I went through a lot of it's my fault and yeah, I made this that. happen to myself and don't, don't do that. It doesn't, it, it's hard not to, um, but it, it's just, it's good to be kind and just say, I am okay. This was not my fault. Yeah. And I will be okay. Yeah. Um, this pain will not last forever. Ugh. My mom used to say that to me all the time this too shall pass. And that is like a really, that's a really helpful thing for me to say. Another thing, which I'm like super not religious, but the, um, the God grant me serenity. Oh yeah. yeah. The, oh, the serenity prayer. Oh, the serenity prayer. Dude, we say that Dude. in our family all the time yeah. and none of us are religious. <laughs> his mom. Hail Satan. Hail, yes. His mom is huge into AA. So is yeah. my dad. My yeah. dad's a big AA guy. His mom's big AA lady. And, uh, NA this, as well. NA as well. God grant me the serenity to accept the things, things I, I cannot change. change. The, the, the courage, courage to, to change, change the things, things I can. And, and the wisdom, wisdom to, to know the difference. difference. I Amen. Hail Satan. Amen. Hail Satan. <laughs> And really, honestly, that helped me a lot. Yeah. And I started saying that to myself every day. And I, I, I did this thing when I lived at my mom's and I would write, I had a big mirror, like the sliding mirrors, and I would write an expo marker phrases and stuff to myself. And um, I had this really long quote that I can't, I'm not going to remember, but I, I literally was laying in bed one day and I was like, I need to write this on my mirror. And it was like this whole I am speech. That wow. I, I wrote to myself and it was like, I am beautiful. I am kind. I, and all these things, all these, all the negative things that go through my head, I made them into positives and I read it every single morning. Wow. And it changed my mindset. 
And I, I did that. And it, it really, really helped me get through a lot of things. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you should all do that. I yeah. literally am like, what can I write about later? <laughs> I'm uh, blown away. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Audience, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. applause. Uh, I'm blown away by your strength. It, it's, um, you, I, I would hate to even say, I would never have guessed <laughs> that you were the victim of sexual assault because what a fucking weird thing to say. Yeah. Right? Definitely. But at the same time, there are so many media portrayals of victims of sexual assault and so many ideas that we have about these these individuals who get assaulted and then t- turn to drugs and prostitution. Yeah. And, and it's, that's the end. And it's sad. That is sad. That, that It's that's sad because what... that's not accurate. Because no. if 90% of women are getting sexually assaulted, 90% of women aren't turning to, to drugs and, and prostitution. No. So <laughs> a lot of us are out there just yeah. not saying anything yeah. um, and living our lives. And it's important to begin this dialogue. And I almost didn't say anything. You know, I almost didn't tell my therapist. And if I hadn't, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had a police report out there. And I wouldn't have, my mom wouldn't have known and my family wouldn't have known. And I probably, my friends probably would know, but I would have gone through life and it was just in my head. Would you change anything? No, because it made me who I am today. And I like who I am. I like who you are. (laughs) I think you're great. I think that, that, yeah. The audience is is audiences. She's making a joke. She's about to cry right now. <laughs> she looks she looks verklempt. <laughs> She's. <laughs> We're debating if that's a if that's an applause face or not. Um, I'm very proud of you, Thank and you. I'm very 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 grateful and honored that you chose to tell us your story. Yeah, of course. And I'm super happy that you are as sex positive as you are. Hell yeah, and that you. And Bubba's are like <laughs> super great. Oh my god! Okay, one thing too. Please, yeah, please. All I the things. When when I when I split up with my ex, I went through like a bad phase. ex. Yeah, like my bad ex. I went through like a phase, right? Sure. And As Bubba's was the first one of the first people that I had sex with, like after my ex. Okay. And I um, I it happens. It I did nope, it, it happens. Um, and I have like. It was like the I had like just gotten out of my relationship and he had just moved back from Texas and he had just gotten out of a relationship and we saw each other for the first time and we were like, yo, whoa, (laughs) how you doing? Yeah. (laughs) And we had sex and I was like, whoa, fireworks. Yeah, (laughs) literally. And I like I slept around a little bit and like I did I did my thing and but it would always come back to him and like he opened me sexually to like a whole new realm of shit that I've never seen before yeah. and um I forget my point it doesn't matter yeah that is the point. sex positivity yep. sex positivity yeah and he like opened myself to, he opened me to like a whole new world of everything and I'm like of comfort yeah. and, and comfort peace and, and yes enjoyment seriously yeah and that he like changed my whole worldview about it. And it's, I have to thank him for that. Thanks, Bubba. A lot of my sex positivity comes from him. Good. Yeah. A lot of my sex positivity comes from husband Kevin Weller. He bought me my first dildo. So I love that. 
I do too. <laughs> I still have it. Uh, it's <laughs> called the Captain, <laughs> and it's pink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lily, yes. We we here. Uh, what's your position? Uh, play a game that I think you're aware of. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you might know what it is. Uh, it's it's called the sixty nine game. I'm going to ask you as many questions as I can in 69 seconds, and you have to answer as many as you can. Okay. Now, you can skip, as my producer likes to remind people. But if you skip, I you, don't, you, were in the bathroom. you don't get a fucking point, right? So, you don't get a point yes. if you skip. If you answer, you get a point. Doesn't matter what the answer is, you, you get a point. Okay. Producer is going to keep time. He's also going to keep track of your answers, yeah? Thank God. Okay. Lily. Yes. Are you ready to 69? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> what is your most used emoji? Uh, Laffy. What's your name of your first car? Volkswagen. What's your favorite swear word? Fuck. Biggest turn on? Uh, my neck. Strangest place you ever had sex? Ooh. Uh, car at church parking lot. Books or movies? Me too. Uh, movies. Favorite Disney character? Cinderella. Are you wearing underwear? Yes. When did you lose your... Home run. Home run. 16. <laughs> Are we alone in the universe? Hell no. Sun or snow? Snow. Android or iPhone? iPhone. First French kiss? Oh, fuck. Uh, 15. Hogwarts house? Uh, Hufflepuff. Ever had a one night stand? Yes. Ever cheated? No. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Yeah. Biggest celebrity crush? Ryan, Lo Ryan Reynolds. Any of the Ryans. Have yeah. you ever sent nudes? Yes. Call or text? Text. Things you're most proud of? Uh, my family. Biggest insecurity? Mm, my nose. Can you drive a stick shift? No. Favorite animal? Cats. Favorite plant? Succulents. Name for your genitals? I, Pussy Palace. Do you watch porn? <laughs> Do you watch porn? Yes. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Do you masturbate? Of course. Would you rather be able to see or hear? Hear. Just see. Favorite sound in the world? Noises. Wine or beer? Beer. <laughs> what drink do you order at a bar? Beer. Do you that's like that's oral that's sex? That's Damn that's it. That's no. <laughs> oh, I thought too hard on some of those. There was something that I said that it was like, that's not true. <laughs> That's not true. I don't remember what it was. And that's though. been the 69 game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What'd you get? 34. Oh! Fuck yeah. Damn. You broke the 30 plane. That's hard to do. I Kim, Kim is the winner, by the way. Uh, I haven't listened I to know. that yet. Kim fucking killed it. And no one has been able to catch up to her. But it's What'd not... She get? She got 36. I was no away. If I didn't stutter. <laughs> I thought too hard on a couple. I, I stuttered like, on a couple too. It's not always the guest's fault. I do fuck up. And it's... it's yeah, she adds in. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah. I can't help it. That's fun. That's what's fun. It's not official. We don't have like referees. It's not, it's no, not official. No. There are no referees because then they're... Not yet. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that this has been a difficult yet light conversation it's exactly what we wanted it is exactly yeah what we wanted yeah. it's exactly how conversations like this should go 100 percent. you should be able to sit around a table with your friends and talk about shit that's happened i agree so that you can come to some common ground and you can understand that this happens to more than just you you're not alone that's another thing is Christ. you're not alone you know 90 percent Nine, Nine times. times. Ninety percent.
90%. Seriously, 90% of, of females have experienced sexual assault. So you're not alone. It's literally nine out of 10. Nine out of 10 yeah. women. Like it's, that's and that's sad. Oh my God. God, it's, it's sad. Awful. But like, just know that you're not alone. No, you're not. You know, it's like, and also, maybe as a person who is like, who hasn't experienced it, uh, be more aware of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, be, and as Definitely. a person, maybe if you have experienced sexual assault, be more aware of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, are you repeating that cycle? Are you engaging in behaviors that might, that might be seen as um, coercive? Yeah. Are you trying to coerce people? Are you being uh, the negative influence in that, in that? Are you engaging in behaviors that could be uh, detrimental to both you and another person mentally and physically? You know, seek therapy. Yeah. Get help for those things. Another thing, too, is just to say, like, not to make a lot of jokes about it because you could be in a room with someone and they could not be at, like, a stage of, like, being okay with that, you know? I've been in a couple of rooms with people that have made jokes in my earlier stages of trying to get through my process. Like what? Making jokes about rape. And huh? Uh, yeah, I know. I it's sad but it's it's happened several times and I've been in several rooms with people that have made those jokes and I sit there and it makes me so uncomfortable but it Ugh. it makes me uncomfortable but it was at a point where I had already been past my quote unquote acceptance phase. Okay. I don't know how well else to phrase sure, it. Sure, yeah. Um but it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. But I, I, you want to be careful with what you say around other people because you I don't could, know if anyone needs to be making jokes about. Well, rape. yeah, I mean, don't do it. But if you're, if it slips or if it happens, just be really cautious and <sighs> just don't. Maybe just don't do it. I just, just don't do I it. Mean, just don't do it. Actually, just don't. <laughs> I just I don't, don't do it. I don't. No. Yeah. Um. Also. Make sure that you are getting therapy no matter what stage oh, of yeah. life you're in. I'm therapy. always a giant proponent. Big, fat official sponsor, therapy. Therapy. It's always my sponsor. Yes. Um, Lily, would you like to plug anything before we head out for the evening? Plug anything? Yeah. You have a podcast that you love, a show that you love, an Instagram that you want to throw at us? Um, probably not. Uh, uh, let's see. What show am I watching? We're watching? My boyfriend and I are watching House right now. What are we watching? We're watching, we're re-watching Grey's Anatomy for... Dear God. For who God... I'm, Why? I'm on the seventh time. No. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I know. Okay. That used to be my guilty pleasure, and I stopped after after he died. I know. I stopped. I know, I know. After that, it got crazy. Oh, God, it got awful. But awful. I, I was so invested. I was I too. I had to. I still I watched with to. it in the background. Oh, I still yeah. watched until the COVID episode. And oh then I was like, I'm God. fucking out, dude. I'm, I'm like, out. I'm in COVID. I don't I, need to. I don't want to watch. I don't need to watch I don't need it. to watch Meredith have flashbacks about Literally. fucking sh the bomb that went off. Oh, I my can't. God. Anyways. I can't. Anyways. I know. Anyway. Uh, okay, so that's it. You're, that's what you're plugging is Grey's fucking anatomy. And house. And house. House. So medical, medical dramas? Shows. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> producer, right. you want to plug anything? So So Scrutiny? Yeah, my other podcast, So So Scrutiny. You can check out my uh, videos and stuff at Ram Art and Media on Instagram. That's who officially produces this Official podcast. producer? Yeah. Ram Art and Media. Um, four cents. Four cents. Four cents. Watched anything recently that you want to throw out there at the listener? The new Boba Fett show is fucking awesome. <gasps> yes. We're watching that Hawkeyes too. Hawkeyes was 
surprisingly good. It shouldn't have been as good as it needed to be. Interesting. Um, the Sex Lives of College Girls was really great on HBO. Fucking oh, I, I actually, this is something really good. If you are a fan of The Office, which Ashley isn't, which is Whatever. dumb. If you are a fan of The Office, or they have one, do yourself a favor and get the premium Peacock subscription because they're slowly putting yes. out exclu- like extended episodes and they've got nice. seasons one through four and it's like watching the show all over again. You see these new scenes and it, it almost feels like they went and reshot. Like they, <gasps> That's so fun for and you, you. And there's all these little new like storylines that fill in things with Pam and Jim and it's, I, and it's great. I, I fucking love it. Yeah, we have two office fans. It looks like. Oh no, yes. No, no, no. Well, we yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We do. Okay. Yes. Great. Office but, uh, fan. We, had, definitely. we saw some hands go up. Yeah. Yes. What? Um. Well, we just watched this movie. What? I still haven't finished it. Oh, that I thought you were going to talk about. Oh well, yes. What? Um, I would like to announce the Kingsman prequel oh. is out. It's also phenomenal, and I I've never see seen. That. I've never seen the Kingsman is. series. We watched the prequel, oh. and then I was like, I really like that. Then we went home and we watched the first one. It was great. The first is. one's pretty great. The first one was pretty good. I don't know what it is. It's um, I don't even know. What it's, it like it's like a, a it's like John Wick movie. meets. James Bond. It's yes. like a super violent James Bond. I thought Bond. it was but it's like funny. I thought it's it was like funny. a childish like no. kid. No, 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 no. Oh. It's very gruesome. It's R rated. Oh. It's really gruesome. I think they curse yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So no, it's British. actually it's great. Like, like Jason Bourne, like the Bourne identity? No. I, I think it's more like John Wick. Yeah. Like it's kind of self aware. It knows okay. what it's doing. Okay. It's kind of thing. No. It's Jason really Bourne's trying to be serious. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's good. And then the other one that I thought she was talking about was don't look up with oh, oh, yeah. such okay. a great movie. Okay. Oh my god. I only watched half of it because oh, we watched it on long. New Year's yeah. and we were watching it and it hit midnight and Bubba's wanted to go to sleep. Listen, like, that okay. movie is a commentary on COVID. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Meryl Streep <gasps> is Donald Trump. Oh my god. It is beautifully done. She does it perfectly. Holy that is a fuck. St- that is a straight up. We have something to tell you. We are scientists. This is gonna kill you. No one fucking cares. Oh my god! It's not about That's an asteroid. So... I mean, it is, but it's, but it, it, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! When you said that, that totally makes so much. And a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people and critics don't. don't under- get it. They just think it's a movie about an at like a comet. It's coming. not. No, it's oh my this god! This is a commentary, a satire commentary yes. on exactly what's fucking happening in this country and in this world right now, and That's it's fucking perfection. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and I love that. It's amazing. Okay. Please make sure that you follow us uh, at What's Your Position Podcast on Instagram. Uh, make sure that you send us any emails that you like, What's Your Position Podcast at gmail.com. Um, thanks again to uh, the the individuals who. Um, oh, I love this song. Great job, dude. This is a remix. Oh. Oh my God. I love a remix. Um, I did want to say one more time thank you to the Bottled Up Bitches for giving us a five-star review. Um, thank you to Lily. Of course. Not only for being an amazing student my first time around in, in school, but for being tenacious enough to come on my podcast. Of course. You're more than welcome to come back. Oh, my God. Bring your, I would love Bring to. your audience because oh. she's phenomenal. <laughs> um, and I love each and every one of you so very much. Thank you for listening to us. Happy fucking New Year. Um, honestly, I have nothing else to say to you. Stay safe. Stay kind. Stay sexy. I know that it's hard, but you have to try. Let me 
What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.